You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio a 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Nerd Thug Radio! Woo! I'm the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and I'm Cole Baldridge. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, Sister Station, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Smooth listening. We nailed it that time. We did. That we was did. a good intro. Good intro. Put that down as one of the best intros of 2017. I mean, it's, it's, we're bound to get one right at least at this yeah. point because it's almost over. I didn't yell too much. This was. You feel like this was the appropriate? Yeah, this was right in there. This was right in the sweet right, spot? Right in the sweet pocket. Right in that spot. You know, people Spot always call G. me the creepy one, but right? you say a lot of things that I feel like only you and I recognize as I incredibly creepy. Yeah. Sweet pocket? I'm yeah. going to put that on the list of incredibly creepy. <laughs> sweet pocket. I don't think there's such a thing as a sweet pocket. Yeah, it's like a, a sweet spot. No, it's a sweet <laughs> Look in your eyes. It just, I don't know. I don't know. So the big story here Uh-oh. in Conroe. Uh-oh. It snowed over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, not much, but just it snowed. enough. Just enough. Yeah, I've got uh, family... In the Midwest and, you know, that area. And we got snow before them. So Texas, again. Is that true? Winning. Woo! Yeah, yeah winning. We're You're never going to find a better state, a better state of mind than Texas. It's yeah. just interesting how we've kind of gone from sweltering heat to hurricane weather to snow, just all within four months. Oh, man, my favorite thing is, okay, it's 45, 32 tops, right? And people on Facebook, oh, my God, it's so cold. Right. And it's like... Have you ever been up north? Have you ever gone anywhere else? Anywhere else. It's not that cold. Right. My toes get a little cold, but not to where I'm like, I can't go out in this weather. So I'm a frozen popsicle. Everyone who knows me knows I spent a year in Alabama. I'm not ashamed to talk about how awful that year was. Best year of your life. What are you talking (laughs) about? So their winter was about four and a half months. And fortunately, it was one of their rare winters with no snow, at least while I was there in Tuscaloosa. Um but it did regularly stay in the mid to high 20s. Yeah. Which was miserable because the wind would kick in because you're on campus, just large buildings, which mm-hmm. forces the wind through the parking lots. Through those so anytime, any, uh, that's not what it's called. And every time you're walking through somewhere to go to class, you're just catching just 19 degree wind in the face, like over and all the time. I, I literally wore a t shirt and two hoodies. And two hoodies, two hoodies, one T-shirt. I was the original two chains. Yeah. Um, I was the original two hoodie. That's right. And uh, that's, DLG, if you heard two about hoodie. two hoodie in the Southwest, <laughs> that was me. Uh, Southeast. Uh, and also, I wore. I literally bought a pair of thermals. It's the only pair of thermals I've ever owned in my entire life. Thermals are great. And they didn't even make it back to Texas because when I was leaving, I was like, "What am I going to do with these? Therm- Never wear them again." Thermals are great until you have to go to the restroom. Right. So I bought a pair of thermals, just the pants though, like and then, and then jeans. Yeah. So I was literally like super layered. I mean, I lived in Dallas for five years. You guys caught snow a couple times. It gets pretty cold up there. Right. Yeah. I mean, several times. Yeah. On more than one occasion. Yeah, Dallas gets snow. That's it gets why you pretty know, cold. That's why you know Dallas is the worst place to live. In Texas. Right. I liked it. Like, if you could, like, you would rather be almost anywhere else in Texas but Dallas. I don't know. I, I like that area. I don't like the sports teams, but I like the area. There's nothing about that place I can redeem. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of something nice to say, and it's like, well... No. I mean, how often Mm-mm. have you actually been there? No, I've I've been, I've yeah. been, yeah. There's been. No, I mean, I don't necess- I don't like 
Dallas itself. There's been comic book conventions. I like there's to been go trips. There's been a events little west, there. You know, right in the middle of the Metroplex. Okay. The Arlington uh, area. That's 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 my stomping ground. Did you buy some propane and propane accessories? I do. So bang 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 bang. Fourteen weeks Chinese food. I did it again. I'm so proud of you. My streak has continued. As I went and ate this week and sat down at one of my favorite local places on the west side of Houston, I realized something. One of the reasons I like going to Chinese buffet. Usually, I'm not the, the biggest person there. <laughs> I'm usually one of the smaller people. Wait a minute. What do, you the mean, what do you mean usually? I, mean, I want to hear every, about the time that every, every hear, once in a while. That's what I want to hear about. Tell every, me, every once in a while. Tell me about the time when you were the fattest guy at the buffet. I want to hear that story. Every once in a while, you know, some of the uh, maintenance men. Come in, you know, they're they're tiny. Or every once in a while, it's just me and the people who run the place. Yeah, the, if your timing's weird, a buffet is totally empty. I get and like you private do, service, but... <laughs> it feels weird, though, right? I'm the king. It feels like four people waiting on me. It feels like you're a mobster in hiding, kind of, and you're just like, do you have any crab legs? Yeah. That's, I don't know, that's crab what legs? mobsters... That's what, what mobsters would order. What are you talking about? Mobsters. Order um, crab legs. But I did encounter a situation or a story that's kind of funny to me. Okay, all right. So there's this show that comes on TV, like midday, 12... 30-ish, I guess. Okay. And it's some... Is it called The News? No, it's a game show. Oh, okay. And... The Price is Right. No, and there's... Jeopardy. got like six of these like, Wheel of older comedians. Whose line is it anyway? No, and so you got two contestants, and they're asking questions to the... You're getting it totally wrong. <laughs> oh. They're asking questions to the comedians, and then oh. they give a funny answer, and then the real answer, and then they have to say whether it's true or false, and then it's kind of... It's hokey. It's dumb, right? These are These are like... This is an American show? Yeah. Like, okay. Louis Anderson's on it. Uh, John Lovitz was on the one today. I thought you said it was comedians. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias was on there today. He's considered old now? Um, yeah. I yeah. forget who else. Anyways. Fluffy? He's Fluffy. been around for like 10 yeah. years. I'm not fat, I'm fluffy. Fluffy. So, <laughs> when you get to the final stage, you get three multiple choice questions. Okay. And if you get them three right, you win $5,000. I was once named the Duke of multiple choice. And so, there's this lady up there. And the question is literally like, in 1870-something, this leader of women's suffrage was arrested for illegally voting. And so then they, they go and they, they give him the multiple choice, but they ask, they ask the, um, the comedians, right? Right. So the first guy is like uh, Susan B. Anthony. Okay. The next person, Susan B. Franklin. Okay. And then the next one was like, Susan B. getting her groove on. <laughs> so basically, you've got two choices. Right. Like, I mean, do you know the answer? Uh, I don't think it was Susan B. Anthony. Oh, my God. You're just as dumb as a lady on TV. No, she made the flag. How could she Susan have made the So she guessed That's like... That's not... She no. Betsy Ross made the flag, man. No, Betsy no, Ross Betsy. is who's married to Hulk. You're no, she's the Secretary of Education. You're That's Betsy Davos. Yeah, Betsy you're both DeVos. Idiots. You're both both Susan B. Susan, what, what was it? Susan B. Anthony. And so the little, she illegally voted. Yeah, and she was part of the women's suffrage. There's a coin named after her. Yeah, I thought she got the coin because she made the flag. No, it's Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross. But she would have got the flag if she made the flag. And so, anyways, right. if, her, she her, the, if she made the flag, she could vote. Like her name would be on the flag. Right. So, anyway, that's part of the deal. And so the she girl was like, with the Susan B. Franklin. And I was like, How do you not know this answer? There's only one obvious answer. And then they're like, you're wrong. She's like, oh, my God, my uncle's like a history teacher. He's so going to hate me. See, that part would be more embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh, no one in my goodness. family knows history at all. But, they're not even sure that women can vote now. But it just it, it just made me think about... Your weekly reminder that Corey is a feminist. <laughs> That's right. It just made me realize how many people don't That's know fair. anything about this country. Like, no history, oh, yeah, no, no, no we have, nothing. So this is one thing, actually... This okay. is one of the downsides of No, no, I was actually about country. to say the other way here. I, this, this is actually something I'm kind of proud of about this country is that we're, we don't 
take our history so seriously. A lot of the other countries, they take their history super, super seriously. But what that leads to is this weird conditions like, so in Britain, they maintain the House of Lords still. Yeah, well, you know why that is, It's uh, obviously. I mean, but it's part of the parliamentary. There's, we're 50 countries in one. Right. Now, people in Texas take their Texas history. They take their Texas history, history right? right. They take Louisiana, they take their history super big. But it's only like, going, but going, the going, best thing going. about Louisiana is they don't take their state history very seriously. They take their family French history. Yeah. They take their, like, my uncle's 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 grandfather fought in the Civil War, and he died right here. But, like, if you were Louisiana, the house here. like, they know everything about Louisiana. Ask them anything about the United States, like, I have no idea. Right. They've never Who's left. That? They've Who's never George? even left the swamp. Who's George Washington? Right. No. I actually kind of like that we don't get so married to our history now. I, think, I don't. I think we should know probably, probably more of those key figures. I think history, our history teachers can do a better job of that. But that's education's a mess anyway. One time I wanted to be a history teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd have been all right. Seventh grade Texas history. No. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I think that's. I think that would have been a mistake I for you. I love Texas history. I think that would have been a mistake for you because it would have no. turned to beer for like a middle of the a middle of the class. <laughs> you'd have been like, and now we're gonna brew beer for the next six weeks. Yeah. They're like, wait a minute. Just like the pioneers did. Right. No, but I, I do like that we're not as in love with our like. I feel like just like Australia doesn't care about their history because it's not a great history because they're, right, they're an island of it's prisoners. It's an island of inmates. Right. So Ned just, Kelly, baby. Right. So just like they don't care about their history, Man, we don't care about ours. But the fact that we don't care about ours means that we don't we don't get caught up in these waves that happen in the other places. because we're such a melting pot. Right. That's right. Exactly. Is. Like when you see Everyone's these, more concerned. Maybe that's the problem with America. Let's not get on that too. No, no, no. But like when you see these waves of nationalism in other countries, where they're like, "This isn't how it used to be." Yeah. We don't have that as much, and I and I'm I'm kind of proud of that. Well, fact. we're not very old either. We're not. We we are a young nation. We are, which is an insult in, from Great Britain. And we're idiots. Uh, they told us that during the War of 1850. I said, "You are 1852." It's 1812. 18. No, 18. The, what was that about not this, knowing your history? We fought the Spanish in the navies. We were in 1897. There was not a yeah. war in 1897 with Spain. It was a Spanish American War. That's not 1897, is it? Google this. I'm, think, I'm yeah. Googling He's it Googling it. He's Googling it. You don't want to say anything because you don't want to be wrong, Mr. History. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's the French-Indian War. The French-Indian War, but that was... Spanish-American War yeah. from April 1898 to August 1898. So close enough. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, he All right. what he's doing. He's close enough. I stand corrected. <laughs> Hipster Padawan in the house. Hipster Padawan! But let's mark the date. <laughs> when, when we get people on here to say, Corey DLG can't admit when he's wrong. Yeah, let's mark the date. December something. It just took 18 months to find me wrong. December 2017. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, no, I just kind of like we're not in love with our history. Real quick before we get out of here. You're not in love with our history. Eh, I got a a cool Papa John story to tell you here. Okay. Um, If you ever want to feel loved, and just like if you're like, if your self-esteem's kind of taking a dip that day. Order pizza? Deliver pizza to, uh, I'm not going to name the business, it's a cosmetology school right here in spring, though. Okay. Because it's nothing but a bunch of gorgeous women all dressed up who are then like, you have the one thing that they want at that instant. Pizza. Pizza. Like, it was like, it was like if Dawn of the Dead was beautiful. Like, that's what it was kind of like delivering to the, delivering to the cosmetology school. Because they just followed me around. There was like six of them just following me around. Where is he going to, is he, does he need to, what room does he, like, I didn't have to say a word. Yeah, they're, they're just, where does, where does he need to set up? Is he going to set up in this room? Is he going to be over here? Was it like graduation or something? Or? No, I think it was just like they were doing, Party you know, they do like showcases sometimes. Yeah. I think that's what it was. But anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there holding just like 20 pounds of like pizza. You were like heaven. I, I was thrilled. I was like so a, happy. There were so many different movies going on yeah, in the head right now. Yeah, there really were. And I was like, I was like, so. This is how these which one of you start. Which one of you loves pizza the most? I don't know if this is a love story or a 
horror movie. It can be both. But it's about to get interesting. It can be both. Guillermo del Toro would make both at once. Yeah, he would. He would. All Have right. you seen that previews for that? That's supposed to be pretty good. I want to see that. The what is it called? The Princess on the Water? Yeah. The like Shape that. of Water. The Shape of Water. There yeah. it is. It looks good. Yep. Uh, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk some movie news in the nerd universe. Woo! You're listening to Joey Savage and Earth Earth Radio. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Joey Savage. Don't forget, check us out on iTunes. Click subscribe. Leave us a review. Also, on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us there as well. Catch us out every Monday on Lone Star Community Radio, 104.5-106.1. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Got that easy Christmas listens. This is not a Christmas song. Yeah, but it's easy listening. All right, that's right. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Welcome back. I'm the Captain Joey Savage, my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. The hipster Padawan. Colt, okay. Yeah. That's that's me. He, I can you, only do like pay? two things at a time. <laughs> I, can't I got talk and press. I got buttons. the TV here. I got the music here, and you're asking me to talk. Yeah, well, at least you're awake this week. That's, that's uh, fair. Before that's we fair. get going, Corey DLG, I got friends. You got friends in low places at Space Cadets Gaming. Gaming, go. Well, now I'm not sure why are they in low places. Like, what just happened there? Don't ruin the bit. I I don't want to do that bit. I like. I like BMAC. And I, I like do. Space I like, Kids. I like BMAC a lot. I love Space Kids gaming, gaming actually. So now the holidays are coming up. What everyone needs to do is, if you're going to get Christmas gifts for people, if you're interested in Christmas, you should visit Space Kids Gaming, Gaming. Get all kinds of holiday fun. You got uh, you got you got Magic the Gathering, Hero Clicks, okay, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, Star Wars Armada, Star Wars Destiny. You got Munchkins, you uh, Flux. Oh, you stole yeah, mine. I know that's like your go-to. <laughs> no board games. They got all kinds. Harry of, Potter deck building games. They've got all kinds of things there. What you need to do is Star Trek: to, The Five Year Mission. Okay. I, oh, that was a fun that game. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. Okay. Hit them up. Let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you. They'll give you ten percent off your most expensive item on your purchase when you go visit our friends Space Cadets Gaming Gaming at Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. In Oak Ridge. Say hi to the BMAC. Tell everyone Nerd Thug Radio says. Yo. Yo. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, cool. We got through that. Sweet. Um, so you put them in low places. I got friends in low like, places. Being a fan of games all things. drown and the cards <laughs> chase my blues away. Yeah, my rendition right there. Um, all right, so this is the part of the show where we uh, talk a little nerd news, movie news. Uh, I've got a story. Corey, you've got a story. I do. I do. I'm going to go first. Okay. Hopefully, I bust your story here. I, I, you know, I'm a little worried you're going to, so I'm trying to find my other story. Does that it I'd seen. involve Star Trek? Okay, no. Okay, cool. So, Star Trek, they want to rejuvenate the series. Okay. Did you hear this story yet? Uh, I have not. Um, hasn't been much going on since the last last movie, Star Trek Beyond. It did. Eh. But the uh, TV show they come out with has kind of gotten back to the roots. It's like reunited people with the love of Star Trek again. I was not a Star Trek fan as a kid growing up. I've gotten more into Star Trek since the movies have come out, and I've started doing more stuff about it. Uh, but apparently, and I don't know if it's official. I think it is official, though. They have found a new director for their next Star Wars film, or Star Trek film, the one, the only, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I did. I, you know, I saw this. I kind of blew this off as fake news. And also, our friends at Comic Book Resources have come out and said that this film will be rated R as well. Well, yeah. How do you feel yeah. about a rated R Star Trek film directed by Quentin Tarantino? Okay. Uh, oh, that was what I was looking for. 
so here's my issue. Sure, go ahead. I, I love me some Quentin Tarantino. Love me some Quentin Tarantino. Love me some Quentin Tarantino. This will also be his first film outside of the Weinstein production. Right, right. I don't know. I think it's great. I think if you move what he does and put it in a sci-fi thing, I don't mm-hmm. know that it'll. I don't know that it'll work. But okay, so like I, I just went on record and said I wasn't a huge fan as, as growing up. Right. But from what I have gathered from people who watch some of the older shows and stuff, very dialogue heavy. It was not a whole lot of action, small action sequences. Right. That's Quentin That's, Tarantino. It, no, it is. There it, is. It definitely he is, is amazing with the dialogue. You know, it's a good point that you make. I just feel like. I don't know. They need it. They it's, want to it's, take it's, it's a, a weird diff- risk. They yeah, want, yeah, they yeah. want to take it in a different direction. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a fair way to put it. And so this this could be. It. I mean, he is killer on the on the uh, the dialogue, which is what you know kind of made sort of. But are we going to have like a whole twelve minute bit about like who lays with the Larnesian or something? You know, like maybe, I mean, maybe I just made that up. That was an <laughs> like my only um, thing is are they going to recast the whole? Yeah, crew? for sure. This, this is going to be straight reboot. Uh, well, no, I don't know. I, just, I think you just do a whole other ship. A whole other ship. Yeah, I mean, no, no Captain Kirk. So you yeah. go back to the well, yeah. So the Orville approach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I saw this really funny meme about the Orville. Yeah, and it was uh, what's the Seth MacFarlane? He's like, I'll just make my own Star Trek with blackjack and strippers. <laughs> like that is exactly right. <laughs> no, so it'll be uh, what was the other guy that uh, what's his name? The Professor X. Oh, Picard. Picard. He could, do, he could go that ship. A no. younger version of that ship. No, I mean, I or think, just a brand new, completely different something. Yeah, I think just a whole new. I don't even think he does like a, an Enterprise. I think he does like. Another ship, yeah, like because course. these have all been about the Enterprise. Yeah, throughout. I think he could, he could literally, you know, it could just be Star Trek: The Other Ship. Like that would be the Star name Trek, of the show. The other guys, right? Like, I would watch that movie. Like if if Mark you Wahlberg, had a Royale with cheese. If if Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg made a Star Trek, <laughs> I would watch. I would watch that a hundred times. That's um, funny. That's... I just did a desk pop, but it's like a phaser instead yeah. of a handgun. Like who wouldn't like? Those two guys are funny together. I would turn into a lion, and I would build an aquatic suit, and I would swim down and kill the tuna. Or <laughs> fish wet. I, I like, that. I like that, those that, guys. that movie touched me on a personal level. I think it did. Like, like I think it literally touched you. See? See what you do? You see what you do? That, accu- that, that Will Ferrell portrayal was accurately me in high school. Yeah? Was it? Yeah. My brother, my brother didn't find it funny because he was like, this is just real life. This isn't comedy. <laughs> I, I witness this every day. Are you just saying that because Will Ferrell was married to, married to Eva Mendez and you're trying to like say that you had attractive uh, ladies? I wish, but it's more <laughs> it's more like that that lion and the tuna argument. It could have been a, could have been a thing that happened between me and him. Okay, that's fair. My life is basically Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> really, you go undercover as an older person at a college. I mean, I look or uh, yeah, I look just like what's his name. Jonah Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> sure Tatum. Tatum. I, I knew you weren't saying Janet Tatum. Not Shannon Tatum. Um, All right, so you got some news, too. What I did. Got? This is a quote from uh, Scarlett Johansson when she was on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. And Colbert's nerding out. He's a super nerd, by the way. He, knows- he was in, um, was it Game of Thrones? He was in some movie. Are you asking me what yeah. you're telling me? What, what movie was him and his family were in? Well, they weren't in Game of Thrones. What were they in? They were like a know. family in, in something. Oh, were they? Yeah. And you like Stephen Colbert. I do. Get out of here. Well, you don't know what it is either. You're just making up a, an internet fact right now. Find that. Colt, look that up. Stephen Colbert and his family were in some um, kind of nerd thing. So anyway, he's asking Scarlett Johansson Stephen about- Stephen Colbert cameoed in The Hobbit. The Hobbit. There you go. Well, yeah. that makes sense. He's a huge Tolkien fan. Like, he Nailed can name it. all kinds of like- Game of Thrones, Hobbit, obscure. similar. No, Game of Thrones. Similar, not congruent. Go ahead. I'm There's- not even going <laughs> to not like- I'm going to move through for all of the nerd fans no out wears, there in the no world. No one wears real shoes. There's witches and wizards, and there's big, scary 
animal monsters. Similar, not congruent. These... One's chasing a ring, one's chasing a throne. Similar, not congruent. First of all, no one's chasing a ring, and also yeah. everyone has a throne. It's okay. a war of kings okay. in Game of Thrones. Mm. They all want the Learn iron. your stuff. They want the iron throne. Learn your stuff. The iron throne. Anyway, she's talking about Avengers. And there's dragons. Anyway, she's talking about Avengers Infinity War, and she says that there's over 62 named Marvel characters in the film. That's insane. And one scene had 32 of them in the same scene. That's crazy. I don't know what to do. That's crazy. 32 named Marvel characters in one scene. Mind blown. Like, I can't even name that many that, I've, that are in the movies. I, I know what she's doing, and she's including the lesser. Like, you're talking named characters. So you're talking about, like, even your lower ones, like Kang, who was the vibranium dealer, uh, Black Panther's little lady friends. Okay. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're naming, you're, you're taking Maria Hill. Maria Hill, named, uh, I'm sure, but Nick still, Fury. But still, 60, 62, 32 in one scene. Our friends at Space Cuts Gaming Gaming put up a, uh, a post, and it was like, it was basically like a, football, like a football square. Yeah. And yeah. other people was like, someone's not going to make it out. Who do you think it is? It's like, we should really sell those squares. <laughs> like, sell those. Can I tell you my theory? Go ahead. I think in the beginning of this movie, a few people are going to die. Yeah. But I don't think all the deaths are going to stick. Okay. Um, Doctor th- Strange can fix that? Doctor Strange can fix that. Um, I think Doctor Strange does fix that at some point for a few of them. I've seen something on the internet. I don't know if it's About true. About Loki I don't, being dead? Not, uh, no, and I don't purposely seek out spoilers. Me either. Um, but there was something, and it was like some person's Instagram post who's doing digital editing okay, okay. for the Marvel film, and he's like Doctor Strange going back in time to save Spider-Man. Hmm. So... I had already thought before that that people are going to die mm. and then they're going to use the time gem to save them. Okay. Because they've talked about how this movie is going to be bold and daring. Yeah. And what's bold and daring at this point? Killing killing, killing heroes. Um, so there's going to be characters who die. I don't think those deaths are going to stick, though. You don't? No. Um, you know the most exciting thing that I've I've come to, to realize what it, what reading is it? news about this movie? Who's one of my favorite characters? You love Captain America. Right, but who's the other guy that I really like? Well, I don't know. The Winter Soldier. Okay. This Love is me, true. The Winter Soldier. You do. And the dude that plays the Winter Soldier has literally has like a 10-movie contract. He's well, made like two appearances. Yeah. Well, that's one thing is a lot of these guys, after the after the big three, right. they basically kind of realized, we want to make sure we keep these people around. We don't know when we're going to use them. Right. And so the picture deals got longer. So like Nick Fury or he has Samuel like a Jackson. 10 picture de- he has yeah, a 10 but, picture he, deal. but he, they were filled with like... The the show up at the end of like Iron Man was it two yeah or three or what, no Iron he Man shows two. up at the end of Iron Man one, one he's right. in Iron Man that, two that's considered a, a, of whatever yeah but I will geek out so hard if Bucky becomes the new Captain America I, see I don't think they even go that route oh, necessarily man. I think they keep Bucky around I think he shows up oh, for yeah. a long he's, time he's got a long he's got a long way to go I think, but I don't think necessarily they make him Cap I think, or if they do a him in a Black Widow movie oh man I think they could great, totally do that because there was a whole storyline where they fell in love and right. Then, they were fighting off some other, you know, super soldiers. It was great. Great yeah, story. Yeah, that's true. Man. There's, there's been a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential. There's there. so much to go on. Uh, also, I just read that they're going to reorganize the House of Warner Brothers. They're going to go through. The The movie hasn't been doing... It what, didn't, Justice it, League? Yeah, it didn't do what they wanted it well, to listen, do. Well, listen, man, we've got about a minute before we get out of here, and there's more movie news, so we're going to spill this over to the next segment. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so let's just stick with Infinity War real quick. Um, this is going to be huge, man. 32 like we characters about in one last scene. Week. 32 characters. Which scene do you think it's the last one where they're fighting? I bet, it's, I, uh, I bet it's... No, I bet it's... Uh, that's pro- yes. Yes, that's, that's probably it. Um, yeah, because probably... Just in the in the preview, you see about eight or nine Marvel. Right there. Like Hulk and Black Panther and War Machine and Falcon and Cap. 
There's probably yeah, that's probably where you see the thirty two. Yeah. But I mean, I'm so it's gonna be like if they made this movie five hours, you would watch all of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you wouldn't like you wouldn't no one would be like, It was kinda long. No. Um It'd be like I, watching Lord of the Rings. I love man. Those oh. movies were three and a half hours. Dude. And you I never wanted to get up. Before we get out of here, Black Friday. Like I went on a I went four days later to Walmart. They still had their DVDs oh, on the okay. deal. They had the Blu-ray three rate three piece set for like seven ninety seven. That's awesome. I was like, yeah. Were they this extended? Is, this is what I'm doing next week. This is the cult. Were they extended? Oh, I don't know. That was a week ago. Um, yeah, you know what's you know what I wish I wish TV stations would tell you when they're airing different versions of movies and stuff. Yeah. Because literally, like you'll watch it and you'll be like, I don't remember this scene in the movie. Right. And it's because they're they're doing like the extended cuts and all that. Let's jump out when we come back. We're gonna keep with the theme of movie news because I got some more stuff to talk about. All right. You're listening to Corey DLG and Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. Hey Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, and I just want you to know that if there's been a car accident, there's friends at 2920 Collision Center who pay attention to detail and are more than happy to help people in need of service. 832-364-5177 for 24-hour roadside assistance. 832-364-5177 for roadside assistance. 2920 Collision Center. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. I personally recommend them. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! Woo. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And I'm Cole Baldridge. You listen to us on Conroe's FM 104.5106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is episode 86. You can find the previous 85 episodes at NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah. Archives are there. Sprinkle a little bit on there. Uh, oh, I'm so proud of Cole. He got his name right. Yeah, he, mm. he, he said his name right, except... I would just go by Hipster Padawan. I wouldn't even tell anybody my name was Colt. I don't know. Colt's a solid name. Is it? Yeah, because like is. you could like if you were like I'm like, Colt B. You could have like emblems like that you got into. You could be like horse theme stuff or guns or guns or yeah. ne- right. or neither of those. Okay, all right. I no, mean, it's, if it's you want to be a hater. No, it's funny. Yesterday uh, there was a dude who showed up at, at my work and he had the same name as I did. <gasps> so when like when my coworkers were making making his order. This girl I work with, like, had to double check. She's like, did I just make her drink? You should have been like, yeah, and you're going to make my sandwich later. Yeah. Mm. And breakfast in the morning. Established feminist. So, <laughs> speaking of feminist. Uh, Better hope none of my coworkers sh- listen to this show. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. Everyone should listen to this show. So, but speaking of feminist. Oh, okay. Tell the world about our friends, Papa John. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> We are really nailing our transitions today. I, I think am, I am perfect. This week for practice and when we go over film this week, you're going to have to watch a lot of transition <laughs> film. You're going to do transition drills all I week. I watch film every week. How uh, much do you watch? I watch lots of films, just not of us. us. All right. Papa John's. Papa John's Pizza. So right now, all of all of uh, Conroe, the Woodlands, Spring, Houston, uh, area. Houston area. Right now, if you uh, type in the code NerdThugRadio is one word. You all get one a, word. You get a buy one, get one free off of a coupon on your online order at papajohnspizza.com. I did it this week. They are now hiring. Uh, they want to hire over 100 people here in the next couple of weeks, guys. And when so, you work for Papa John's, you get cash in hand daily. That's right. If you're a delivery driver, what you, what you leave with is money. When you go into work, you're going to take people to their dinner. They're going to be happy to see you. They're going to tip you. And when you go home, you're going to have cash in your hand. Cash in your hand. So hey, go to, put that cash in, in my, my hand, hand, little, little man. man. So, yeah, so go to Papa John's all around your local area. Ask them, make sure, because they are hiring. They want to hire over 100 people here in the Woodlands, Conroe, Spring area. Yes, get get on that pizza grind. 
So papajohns.com? Papajohns.com. Careers. And then uh yes, it's they actually have a very I'm going to we're going to put it on Facebook on Monday. Ooh-wee. But uh there's a specific website you go to for hiring. Cool, very cool. And then um yeah, papajohns.com. Nerd Thug Radio. I had some people uh, get in touch with me trying to use it and they weren't buying and getting one free. So it's not going to work like that. You, gotta, you have to put the code in from the jump. Right. So when you go to the website, you can apply discount code. You type in Earthlight Radio, hit OK and apply. Then it automatically takes you to the pizza. You boom, you pick your pizza. Right, because it gives you, it's in like, okay, to fulfill this coupon. Yeah, you, do can't, these you can't make your order and then apply the coupon. Right. Coupon first, boys and girls. Coupon first. It's just like it's just like etiquette when you go to a grocery store. Right. Coupons first. That's right. So, anyway. You ever been behind somebody who does it like last? Uh, it's the worst, right? Yeah, just coupons are the worst. Which it, it, just in general, although now I'm seeing like more and more apps that do it, and I think that's probably smarter. <laughs> yeah, because kids shoot the phone, right? Yeah. That's smarter. But then when like people are like, Oh, I forgot to give you these 82 coupons for these nine items. After I've already paid you. Ain't gotten my change. They should just stop oh, making that's the coupons. Worst. No, coupons, coupons pay people to go places. You know, and most just make them digital, though. That's, require the that's app the to thing. use them. That's the yeah. thing is, like, even McDonald's actually does coupons now, which I've never seen a McDonald's, like a you, real McDonald's coupon. You, you can't go full-out coupons on digital phones. Then you could possibly alienate, alienate people who don't have smartphones. Yeah, but at this point. That. You don't want to do that. Uh, at this point, like yeah, companies have been giving them away for like ten years now. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Like, who are you? If you're missing out on the guy who refuses to buy his smartphone, mm-hmm. like if he's like the I'm not trying new things guy, good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck winning mm-hmm. him. All right, so let's keep rolling with the nerd media news. I don't want to. This past weekend, I don't want to. The Jurassic Park, the new movie trailer came out. Yeah, it came out on Thursday. Thursday, during yeah. during football. Uh, you watched it? I did. I did. How do you feel? About it, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good movie. I I like what they did. I I, I don't I don't I don't know. No, I, I looked at Ali Savage and she's a huge fan. She's like, <gasps> I was like, eh. She's like, really? I was like, I don't know. I mean, why go back to the island? Like, just let, let it be. That's the thing is they can't. The volcano's going to erupt. Okay. And the animal conservationists inside of them wants okay. to rescue these unique creatures well, before they could, they're lost. They could they literally again. Are, they literally almost killed and ate all of them. Right. But they're still unique animals. They could literally eat and kill all of them. Okay. How do you trans... You know, then why do people save pumas and lions and tigers and bears? I don't. How do you transport a big you know, brontosaurus? You trink it. <laughs> shrink it? Shrink that thing. By the time uh, it gets where it's going, it's going to be so happy to see you. Yeah. Like, it's not going to want to leave the boat. I would shrink all okay, the dinosaurs Bronte, and just to... make them like little pets. When we do shrink them? Yeah. No, Man, not shrink them. Shrink them. Right <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shrink down dinosaurs? No. Yes, I'm if, in. If we can do that, then let's just keep them all No, I mean, yeah, yeah, you can shrink them, but like, the things are heavy. Like, Right. On a boat? On a barge? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh, yeah. do you know how much, do you know much weight are on shipping containers? Yes, I do. Yeah. They can do it. Yeah. But, like, I mean, how many of those, I mean, it's not Noah's Ark, how many of those can fit on one container? <laughs> like, how many How many boats does it take? I mean, 30? I, I mean, think, they, they're... I don't they're, think everybody's making it out alive. Well, no, I mean, from the previews, I think some animals die. Yeah, me too. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the T-Rex kills one <laughs> in the preview. So, spoiler alert, at least spoiler. one dinosaur dies. But I do think it's... um. I like Chris Pratt, and it, it, it's kind of sticking with the theme of the original three, almost. Because then they go in the second one, they went back to the island for yes. some reason. Yes, in the second one, and Jeff Goldblum returns. Right. So great. In the second one, they go back not to the first island, but there were two islands. Right. In, in the first series, there were two islands because the dinosaurs 
when they were hatched, they would have their adolescence kind of out in this like jungly island so they could develop their traits and their their cultures, and then they would move them to the showcase island when they were adults. Right. So they took Jeff Goldblum and some other people to the to the growing island in the second one. I'm a grower. I'm a grower. Okay. Again, <laughs> what are we doing here? So uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I need like more the trailers. Idea. I need this is okay. Here's a prime example. Here's a movie. I need more trailers. No. I need more. He, I need more to get in, into it. This is how movies get ruined. Because, like, this movie know. is, like, what, over a year out, right? Like, it's not coming out Next until... year? 2018. Is it? Oh. Speaking of 2018, have you seen the lineup of movies coming out in 2018 yet? I have not. Oh, my goodness. So let's just start. We'll start here. This will transition into my next topic. Okay. Uh, Black Panther. Correct. Then the Avengers movie. Correct. Ant-Man and Wasp. Correct. On the flip side with... Um, I don't even care about Warner Brothers. But on the flip side with uh, oh. the Fox stuff, they've got the New Mutants. Yes. They've got... Deadpool um, 2. Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. And they've got uh, the X-Men uh, Phoenix movie. Yeah. That's six huge movies next year. It'd be cool if they all came out like every other month, but I feel like they're going to come out on top of each other. Well, it was like, I think it's February or March for Black Panther, May for... Avengers. And then the Ant-Man Wasp is towards the end of the year. Yeah. X-Men's towards the end of the year. I think Deadpool's in the summer, and then the New Mutants is like April or May. Yeah, New Mutants actually. I think New Mutants will wind up being second. I think behind Black okay, Panther. Because remember, at, at one point, you and I were talking about them rushing filming. Yeah. Because they had just finished casting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, we were like, "Doesn't this movie come out in like yeah. seven months?" So Quick. I but, don't know. But speaking of, they um, pretty close. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think this deal with uh, Fox and Disney is going to get done. Yeah, it sounded like it died, and then I All think— All of a sudden, I don't know. Let a left field. Well, I, here's what I think happened. This, this will happen sometimes. Like, um, all right, let's try and kind of break this down like in, a, in a, a more understanding example. Let's say you and I have like a weird business conversation where we're like, we're like, hey, a Japanese cartoon company called and wants to make the Nerd Thug anime. And you and I are like, I think that's a bad idea. Right. And we're like, yeah, we don't want to do it. And then we both go home. And you tell you tell Team Savage, and and I tell the bottle. You tell and, Nico DLG. Yeah, and then we're all Nico freaks and out. Nico freaks out. And then when you and I meet back up, you're like, dude, Team Savage is going crazy that we killed this deal. Let's call him back up. And Nico is, is crying. Nico's we're not. in in my skin because he murdered me and took my place <laughs> so he could have this deal. Uh, and he's like, yeah, Corey loves this. I mean, I love this idea. Let's do this. And so then we call them back up, and all of a sudden, what sounded stupid and dumb a week ago, now makes perfect sense for everybody. Right, because Disney's really only getting it's something like twenty to thirty percent, um, but control of a lot of interesting franchises and things. Right, they're getting um, like all the TV stuff. Yeah, but they're not getting like the sports and the they're entertainment. Getting, like, the TV and I think it's like the TV stuff and then the X Men. <laughs> like it's like the it's like the movies and the TV, but not any of the like Fox's. Fox is dead set that sports is the future. Oh yeah, well that's their biggest moneymaker. Well, Fox News and sports. So and they're and those are the two things that are getting Trump going News untouched. and sports. Right. So those are the two things that are going untouched. And so because of that, Marvel. I mean Disney. I mean they, you can't turn that down. If I give you a third of your value, but I get from you your best things. Right. That's too good of a deal for me to. What what originally sounded stupid, now is too good of a deal for me. And Kevin Feige has, has said he would love to get his hands on X-Men and, and Fantastic Four characters. So, I don't know. Man, I don't know. I don't know that I want them all in the same. I don't I don't know. They've done such a great job. They have, but 
this is where it's easy to screw it up, right? Yeah, it could. Because too, now you get too, too excited, and now you're like, okay, well, let's get an X-Men movie out, and let's get a Fantastic Four movie out, and let's get this out, and let's get... No, and, they're going to put Fantastic Four on television. They're listening to Joey Savage's idea. Are they, though? And they that's are, the thing. They're going to hire me. Actually. Wait, wait, wait. What's your Fantastic Four television idea again? Um, I will get to it in the next segment, because I got more news. So <laughs> this whole half of the show is just going to be movie, movie news. news. But well, you don't have to get the music net. I still got oh. a minute to rant here. Because <laughs> like, we're getting out of here, we're getting out of here, we gotta go. Ah! But, uh, and the other funny thing is, as soon as like the talk started heating up, this is when you know it, it could be the real deal. Chris Evans uh, like tweeted yeah. something out, was like, I would love a, a buddy cop movie between Captain America and the Human Torch. Which would be awesome, although this is kind of what's he messed up about both that. Characters. He would be both, except Michael B. Jordan just played Human Torch, yeah. and he's Black Panther in the Marvel Universe. He's not, he's not Black Panther. No, he's, but he's in the Black Panther yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta think he's like, wait a minute, can't I? Can I want to get in this. Can I? Can I be Black Panther enemy and Human Torch? Can oh, I have the combo movie? Can I just be the Human Torch in the flames? I'll be, the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can be Human Torch, uh, unflamed. unflamed. You could be Johnny Storm, and I'll be Human. I'll Torch. be Human Torch. <laughs> they great. come back from the cosmic rays as Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Chris Evans leaves and Michael B. Jordan returns. <laughs> They'd be like, we've noticed some effects. I don't know what has happened. <laughs> And, we just and, wrote a great movie, and we've already made we've already ruined Disney buying Fantastic Four. No, right now, now they're like, oh, we made it even better. We're gonna do that. <laughs> let's jump out to a break real quick. There's some more stuff to talk about, so let's roll with it. Let's Nerd do it. Radio. Hi, I'm Tasmania, and I'm Big Ben, and we're with the Conroe Cutthroats, Cutthroats, and you're listening to Nerd, Nerd Thug, Thug Radio. radio. Wow. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Every, Before we get going. Every listener is gone. Every listener. That was that was a crazy like car wreck right there, wasn't it? That was <laughs> that was a car wreck right there. <laughs> that was a that was a collision. That's that was sure. a collision. How about you talk about our friends at 2920 collision, Corey DLG? Yeah, so if you were in a car wreck as bad as that song singing right there by the Savage, you would want to go to 2920 Collision Center. These guys actually recently helped me out. I was in a car accident, and they put my car, they put the Avenger back together. They did. And like old Clint. Avengers, assemble! That's right. And like old Clint Barton, they kept they put me right back in the field there. Uh, so if you ever have an accident here, you're going to want to dial this 24-hour roadside assistance number, 832-364-5177. 832-364-5177. 2920 Collision Center. They're going to take care of you. They're going to do good work. They work with all the insurance companies. 832-364-5177. Seven seven. So rumor has it, rumor has it. Ooh, I do like that rumor song. has it that uh, Clint Barton's family might die in the Avengers movie. Why they got it? Like, why can't that guy have a happy ending? He can't. But they they've like seen some of the photos of him, and he's not holding the bow, and so they think his family's gonna die. He's gonna change into the Ronin character that he portrayed in the comics. That's stupid. Don't do that. I hope not, because that's he's, he's pretty good with that bow. Well, it's like. <sighs> Now that they've conceptualized, now that they've conceptualized how the Hawkeye character would work, because like really, if you really thought about it, like oh, it would never work. Like how would he know which arrows to grab on right. the fly? Then they're like on his bow. There's a button, and he chooses. Yeah. Like once they That's figured cool. that out, you don't ever need to mess with that. Like no, you you've don't. got it. Clint Barton is now cool. He is. He, yeah, he is cool. He is. First of all, if you're such a good archer and athlete, let's let's throw an athlete. Let's throw athlete in there. Because if you're so good that you can hang with a guy in a billion dollar war suit, and right? An Iron Man and a, a super a soldier, super soldier and a god. I mean, yeah, right? No, exactly. I mean, you, you don't you don't need to do anything. He's such special. a cool character. He is. He's one of my favorite Avengers. 
in the uh, movies. I like in the comic books. This is it's so this is so dumb, but it's just like when you're growing up as a yeah. teenager. This was the cool. Th- he got with all the Lady Avengers. Yeah, he did. Like he he got with all the Lady Avengers. He was a man's man. He was a man's man, and shooting his arrows, and now he is taking been, him to bed. I won't say the next joke. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. But like I don't know. Like he was super cool, right? Yeah. Like you wanted to be. And you could have been Hawkeye. Because you didn't have to have special powers. Right. You just had to figure out how to shoot a bow, which, by the way, if you've ever pulled a bowstring, not easy. Super hard. Like, I wanted to just pass out from that. <laughs> like, that's how I figured out I'll never be a superhero. Corey DLG goes to summer camp and passes out trying to shoot an arrow. Forget about all the superpowers and stuff. Literally, so I got a lot of family from Tennessee, uh, and they hunt and things of that nature. And I got like a real bow, not like a compound bow, but like a real bow in front of me. And I'm like, hey, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I can't do it. Like a foot and a half pulled back, and I was like, "This is it. This is all I got." Like, no, 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 man. You need this to go, ain't you killing him. Another twelve inches. Yeah. Say, man, you got pulled out of way across. Buckle that arm right there. Go to your own. Twelve get more you, inches. Get you that eight point buck. Twelve inches long. Yep. There you go. So, speaking of, we talked about X Men in the last segment. Uh, we're continuing with our movie news. Right. Uh, who's the guy that's directing it? Simon. No. Who's directing X Men? Directing X Men. Yeah. Oh. Uh, sure. No. Or who's in charge of that? Oh, it was the uh, the guy from um, Unusual Suspects. Whoever it is. I'm blanking on his I name I want to say right Simon now. Kinsberg. I don't think that's right. No, that's definitely not right. Anyways, he has teased that there will be a game-changing event that happens in the new movie that will shake up the franchise completely. Almost doesn't matter now, right? Like, well, he, can, he can blow it up, right? right? I mean, he can do but whatever. He's he... like, there's going to be something big that's going to happen. It's going to change the name of the game. What do you think it is? I don't know. What do you think? They just had a, what's her name on the front cover of Entertainment Weekly or something like that as the Phoenix. Oh yeah, how's and it look? She, I mean, it's not her as a Phoenix, but it's like her with flames and stuff. Yeah, it looks hot. Sophie Turner, she's she's, she's okay. All right, easy. I really wish they would have put Deborah Wall in that that character. Deborah Wall from uh, the Punisher and no, Daredevil. no, she's so hot. She's not and redheaded. She's not the right oh character my God, at all. I love her. She's so like hot. she's like nine feet so tall. Hot. Like she's so, the wrong person. So hot. Um. Also, this fits. They're gonna with like, kill a character. Obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Several. They're gonna kill Professor X. Probably. Think so. And this ends with Magneto leading the X Men. Oh, that'd be cool. And then you go into the nineties. Into the nineties. With like an X Men. Jammer pants. Yeah, and then you actually maybe call this one Supernova, and it's Magneto leading an X Men team. Cross it over with Deadpool and Cable and X Force and all that stuff. Yeah, probably. Coming up. Something stupid like so that. So I also read uh, here recently. Yeah. You know, Disney wants to do their new streaming service. Marvel, all that. Yeah, Good junk. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I read that the rumor is that they're going to leave their shows, their Marvel shows, on yes. Netflix. So I did read this a while back, and I forgot to bring this up to you. Uh, they're You're not welcome. moving them. They're You're not welcome. moving them at all. Um, they want to leave those there because they feel like Netflix has done a good— because Netflix actually helped in the creation of those shows, finding the showrunners, finding the mm-hmm. tone— and they feel like Netflix has done a good job and understands those characters kind of well. They're going to leave them there. Um, because they've. That, I do think that's one thing that Disney is wisely doing is they're yes. not shaking things up that don't need to be shooken up. Like shake it up. So like shake, shake it up. The Warner Brothers, every, every movie that comes out changes the course of all the other movies, right? Every time Warner Brothers releases a movie, they're like, oh, this one didn't do well, so we got we to gotta cut this and go to this. And then... With with Marvel, they don't have that issue. Marvel, it's all part of a plan. Oh, this movie succeeded because it's part of our plan. Yeah. And if they had a bad movie, I still don't think Marvel would change things. Like, if a movie came out and didn't perform how they were expecting, I don't think they would blink at all. Like, I don't think they would be like, oh, well, now we got to cancel stuff. I think they would be just fine like that. 
What do you think about this as well? So in part of this, this deal, Disney is working out with Fox. It would give Disney almost the majority control over Hulu. Yeah, I saw that too. I don't know. What is that? What is that? Rel- like, what is it? They would own a controlling interest in Hulu. That almost seems inappropriate at that point. Right. So Because they have their own streaming service. They have stuff on Netflix. Are they going to put stuff on Hulu? Why would they do that? Well, they have stuff on Hulu now. But why would, but why would they put any new stuff on Hulu? Like, what good would it do them to own 40% of something they're not going to use? Right, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what they would do with that. Do they just shut it down? To get Disney rid of- streaming service could just be Hulu. They could do that. I mean... No, that- because they think they're going to... Remember, they think they're going to make 200... What did you right. guys say? $200 billion and... That's what you said. No, I said it. they're not even close. Yeah, but imagine if they already had Hulu instead of creating their own infrastructure for their own streaming service. They could just put whatever they want already on there. But they could already, they could kind of, if they if they went to Netflix tomorrow and said, hey, we want put 10 new shows on here. Yeah, they would. Netflix that. wouldn't blink. No, they wouldn't. Um, and, I'm, and I'm sure Netflix would be like, what, do you want to do like a percentage deal here? What do you right. want to do? Like, Have you watched any of The Runaways yet? On Hulu? No, no, I'm, really I'm actually good. probably going to get Hulu in the really, start of the year. It's really good. I heard. And, it's and really I, good. And it looks good. The previews look good. And I mean. I've seen the first two episodes. Haven't gotten to three and four yet. I think four, three just came out. Last Tuesday, I think. Or maybe four too. But yeah, it's really good. So you tagged me in some sort of feature oh, yeah, for so, an anime. This, this is my next my next job. Okay, here. what you got? So Marvel, they've been kind of behind the times on the animated movies. Correct. They came out with the Ultimates and the Ultimates Two, which were really good. That was a while back. That was a long time. But they haven't ago. really done anything. Super I think the exciting. last thing they did was like Avengers Next, which right. was the kids, and then that was yeah, it. Yeah, Young Young Avengers. I don't even think it was called that. I think, I think it, was, it was called Young Avengers. I don't know. Whatever. But it was um. Now they've been they've been keeping up with like the cartoon shows and stuff, right? And we always talk about how DC is just killing the animated, uh, stuff. The animated yeah, stuff. It really is. So they're releasing a new animated movie, okay. called The Secret Warriors, and it looks good. What you it sent does, me was cool. Right? That seems really cool. I knew you would like it. I do. Although I don't like what they called Spider Gwen. What they call her? I didn't see that. Ghost one. Spider. Ghost Spider. When they were doing when they were doing like the character explanations, yeah. They 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 the picture said Ghost Spider, aka Spider Gwen. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if that means like in her reality, she's called the Ghost Spider, and then maybe the comic know. fans know her as Spider Gwen. I guess it would make sense this web around the Spider Gwen. You'd have to have another name. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But wouldn't you just be Spider Girl in your world or Spider Woman? Maybe. Why would you be Spider Gwen? Right. Well, I mean, again, we would have to know her as that. Right. So, but why would you be Ghost Spider? If she wears all white. Yeah. Ghost or maybe, white? Maybe. Maybe. I didn't like that name though. But anyway, that did, it looks, it looks cool, super right? cool. Super cool. Also, they use the TV people. Uh, Daisy Johnson is literally voiced yeah. by the girl who plays Daisy Johnson. Yeah, Quake, Quake. Yeah, there's a man, there's so much stuff coming out. Like I haven't got a chance to get on that jump on the Agents of Shield and space stuff. Yeah, they released what the 17, first 17 minutes. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't it, watched it. It's out. The last Friday or two Fridays ago, the first two hours, the it was like a two hour episode of the first two episodes, basically like on two TV. Hour, yeah, two hour premiere. Right. Yes. Oh, it's also on Hulu now. You had Hulu. I'm gonna. I, I have my TV set to automatic. I don't know if it. Ooh, ooh, you might have it. I don't know if it found it. You know how like you could say like this time zone or. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to see. But also, they haven't come out and officially said that they're killing Inhumans either. Uh, I think they're just gonna wait and see what happens. Like right. they never, they never announced that they were done with the. Uh, uh, Sharon Carter stuff. Agent Carter. They just basically said she's pretty busy. We'll see. We'll see what happens, and then they canceled it. Like they just, later. yeah, they just they just she she came back. There's a. Um, I guess one of the cartoon show that's going on right now. It's yeah, like they want they want her in the cartoon. She was in like a couple episodes voicing her character. Man, she's I, I think it's Haley Outwell. She's fantastic, but I just yeah. love the idea that they're 
reincorporating these, like, these people aren't leaving. Right. Like, they're not done, done. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love mm-hmm. that they can bring them back. Yeah, so... Uh, do, you think, do you think they just send you, like, a continual check? Like, even something small. Like, let's say it's 20 grand a month. To just always be, like, if they call and your schedule's not booked, yeah. you're like, yeah, you know what? I am free that Friday. I will come in and voice... You have some, been paying me for a couple weeks. I, I will come in and, and voice Peggy Carter I will again. voice. I don't know. Maybe they just have her under contract. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't either. Because I, like, I, 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 I know, like, royalty stuff rolls in uh, ad infinitum. Like, yeah. forever, as long as that stuff is out there somewhere, if someone else is using it, you get paid for it. Yeah. Because uh, I know the Friends, this is ridiculous. The Friends I read somewhere still make $15 million a year. <laughs> no wonder David Schwimmer doesn't do anything. That's why none of them do. None of them take anything they don't like. Like Courtney Cox, her and her husband, well, or she, ex-husband now, she, they produce a bunch of stuff. She has her own show, which is, I don't know, I kind of like the Cougars. Yeah, Cougar she did. Town. She did. But she was also, her and David Arquette were producing right. like five other shows. Yeah, and Lisa Kudrow, stuff. I know, does a lot of producing. And then um, Matt, yeah. what's his face? Uh, Matt. He Matt LeBlanc. Oh, yeah. He, he has a stuff. Showtime show. Yeah, and he's got a show on TV. Like, right, TV yeah, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had a show on, like, HBO or Showtime that's good, but now he's got, like, his own, like, sitcom again. Oh, good for him. Yeah, it's not. Good for him. I've never watched it. But, I mean, like, they don't have well, to Matthew take... Perry still does stuff. He's in The Odd Couple. Right, he's, he did, like, a couple episodes. Not of The West Wing, but whatever Aaron Sorkin did after that. It was yeah. some sort of Weird other stuff. show, and he was one of the leads on that. And yeah, if if Aaron if Aaron Sorkin calls, you take but the David show. David Schumer literally hasn't done anything. No, I'm I'm retired. We, what? That would if in this group, oh, oh. That, you would be him. I would be. The second the checks are big enough that I don't have to get out of bed, I'm not like forget it. You're forget gonna have, about you're it. You're gonna have the hardest time tracking me down for Thursdays. Okay, well, I won't track you down anymore. <laughs> Let's track out to a break. Uh, we come back. We'll get into our weekly top three, which, by the way, is still Christmas theme this week. Yeah, you're listening right. to Nerd Duck Radio. Woo. Hey guys, Joey Savage here for our friends, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, located off Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They've got everything. They've got games, toys, they've got action figures, they've got cards, they've got magic, they've got Dungeons and Dragons, Hero Clicks, my favorite. Uh, they've got everything. Yu-Gi-Oh, Vanguard, whatever you want to do gaming-wise, go see my boy B-Mac at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Just mention Nerd Thug Radio. He'll even give you 10% off, a deal you cannot beat. Check that out. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! I am the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. And I'm the Hips of Padawan. The other guy. You listen to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure you check us out at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Like the page if you haven't. Yeah. I will, uh, be forever grateful of you. Oh, like forever? Forever. Forever grateful. Like someone shows up and they're like, hey, I need a kidney and I liked your page 12 years ago. And you're oh. going to be like, oh, yeah, I totally owe you. I am very grateful for you liking it. I will help find you that kidney. <laughs> We're halfway through the show, DLG. So that means it's the weekly top three. Woo! Boom. I didn't know it was. Oh, you boom, fell. Boom, okay, I see. Boom, All right. Okay, all right, you ready? Here we go. Bunch of savages. We just rocking mics. We be here all day. We be rocking all night. Nerthug Radio on the mics. We be doing this on the daily. Keep up with us. Nerthug Radio page, please. Everyone get the likes in hard. Nerd, favorite top three characters. This is Christmas themed, y'all. That's all I got. We went short. Jay Savage. 
That's good. I liked it. You started with Savages. I did. I did. I saw the shirt. Yeah. Did you ever watch the clip where the guy is freestyling? He's like, girl in the pink sweater. Everybody like, and he's like calling things out as he. Yeah. That's I. That's you. That yeah, because I don't think of anything in advance, and I probably it would be way better if I had anything. You should in, start writing raps. Yeah, so you know what they are like in your head at least. Right, because literally, you the just go, assassin? "Are you gonna freestyle at this?" And I'm like, "Yes," and I don't even start then planning. <laughs> the but, animated assassin. Why are you laughing? So anytime it's good or anytime it's terrible, it's the same. Like it's the same reason why. It's Corey two hoodies, <laughs> two hoodies, one shirt. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wanted to go on, but then I would think I would say something inappropriate. Yeah, I think so too. That's why I don't like to freestyle. I definitely would say it's really things. hard not to, to freestyle without being able to curse or do like any of your typical freestyle throws. Yeah. You know, because like a lot of times you throw like a standard rhyme or a standard yeah, yeah. setup. You can't do that. No, you can't. So this week, the weekly top three, stick with the Christmas theme. Yeah, you're our, like super Christmassy. Yeah, I'm, I love I love Christmas. I love Christmas music, so I'm with you. So it's gonna be our favorite Christmas slash holiday characters last year we did christmas movies so i didn't want to get to that okay this year we're doing characters is that why you you were specific about okay i was curious about that yeah because we've done movies before so you know we try new things here always evolving always evolving so dlg what's your number three okay so my number three um it's kind of a little dark but sure i I love the idea that's kind of like the the yin to the yang the counter there okay uh it's it's Krampus. Oh, boy. I saw that movie last year, and I just kind of like the idea, like, if there's a guy who rewards everyone for being good, then when someone's not in the spirit, there's this guy who shows up and punishes you for, like, not being in the well, spirit. Well, Santa punishes you. He brings you coal. No, no. This guy, like, yeah. really punishes yeah, you. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Did you not watch it? You didn't watch <laughs> no, it. why would you I watch that? You are such a baby. I why would I watch a- that? Why would I want to ruin the spirit of Christmas? Um, watching Krampus. I do love the idea that there's, like, a Christmas horror concept, though. Like, it's just kind of a... Like, I like Christmas, but I also like the idea that some, like... You also like the idea of scary things. Counter-programming. I like the idea of, like, hey... It's a counter-offer. Yeah, it's another option. Because, like, it's it's kind of... It feels like a real story because it's about... The movie's about a family who doesn't... Believe in Christmas. Well, they're not excited because their family's coming to visit and they don't like being with their family. They don't right, like the right. holidays. Like, it happens just, a lot. It does. And then it winds up that Krampus comes through and just... And wrecks everything. I am Krampus. You should you should have flown about Krampus. Flown about yeah, float, float, about? float about Krampus. Float, float about? What can you ride with Krampus? Lampus? Tampus? Grandpa's? Champus? Nampus? Yeah, Bampus. And you've, and you've only made up words so Tampus. far. Lampus. <laughs> I don't know. Wampus. Wampus. It's Krampus. I come in the room like, Wampus! <laughs> <laughs> I guess that maybe is... someone's just like us. Yeah. Here comes Krampus. Yeah. We all gonna die. Damn us. <laughs> we should do that. Wow. You are It's Krampus a... right on the yellow school bus. There you go. Yeah, I guess. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> you can't rhyme Krampus. Okay. Yeah. You should have you freestyled about Krampus. I've made an excellent choice Tampus. by not. By Stampus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like, I don't know where to go with that. No. But so I just like the idea like this, like a punishing kind of Christmas spirit. He's the Christmas punisher. But almost like. Because really, what that's trying to do is is to reinforce that this is a, it's supposed to be like a, a good time, holiday. right? Like the holiday is supposed to be about everyone else and other people. I suppose. I suppose you're right there. So like, it's not about you, right? Like, there's, have you seen that dumb commercial? There's some commercial on TV. Only the, one. The lady. Oh, there's plenty. The lady is basically trying to like say that the spirit of Christmas is is receiving, not giving. I guess she's in a department store. She's like, like I got these jeans for my father-in-law, but I'm trying them on first. And I don't know. It's just like real anti. 
Should her giving... and her father-in-law wear the same jeans? No, they should. Yeah, I don't think so. If they are, something's going completely Something, wrong. That is a different family, that okay. is for sure. I digress. Okay. So what number is three? your number three? It's the scary part about Christmas, too. Oh. My number three favorite Christmas character is Jack Skeleton. Okay. I like it. Uh, I think Nico's talked about this previously. He, he loves. Yeah, he loves. I mean, my kids love it, too. My kid, and they wear the Nico and then my kids. Yeah, they love The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a, it's a, well, it's a fun movie. It's a Halloween or it's a Christmas movie. Right, it's both. It can, you can watch it twice a year. It can go either way. Right. But yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it's a cool thing, just like the concept. Right. That they're like. A all, holiday universe? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, so I like then it. it goes I like and it. He, tries to, he tries to do Christmas his way and you just can't do it. Because he's a Halloween person. He's a Halloween guy. But really, I mean. Here, so does that say like, just be true to yourself? Right. Well, I don't know. Does it? Is that what that means? Like, just be true to yourself? I wouldn't think so. Stick to what you're good at? Like, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. What do you, I mean. <sighs> or that there's good in everybody? Well, yeah, but like, he kind of like like in, ruins Christmas, right? I feel like we're in ninth grade English class now. Right? To find what was the author's themes, intended something message? But what like, is the kind mood? Of, like, Jack kind of ruins Christmas, right? No, he does. De- and, and then Santa has to follow up and save it. And fix it, right. Because Santa saves everything. Right. Santa saves everything. Everyone gets one. Yes. Um, I do. I don't know. Like I like. I love the movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, um, me too. And I like the idea of the character. And it I don't, feels like even the last. Maybe maybe it's just me because you know I'm my kids are huge fans of it because Ali Savage is as well. But it seems like it's becoming more involved in like pop culture here in the last few years. Yeah. No. It, he has. I think. So you know how some things are just before their times, right? And then people kind of like as they find them, they latch onto them. Yeah. Jack Skellington is definitely one of those characters. He's sort of a, well, Fallout Boy turns around and they did a cover of his. Yeah. What's this? What's this? What's magic in the air? air? What's this? And um, it's it's exciting and it's fun. Uh, but it Fallout Boy was young when that movie came right, out. Right. Like that wasn't. They're probably like five or six, maybe. They right? probably remember this. Like they probably when they suggested to do the song were like. I'm hopping on this. I gotta I gotta see this. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's are not trying, bad. Are you trying to find the. Yeah, you find that. I already found it. All right, good. Don't play it yet. We'll we'll take it out. We'll take the segment out with that. Yeah, but um, I, I just, I really like the idea of, like, when people find these things and latch onto them, and they keep them with them, and they take, like... Cult followings, man. Yeah, exactly. Cult following. Like yeah. Firefly. So, yes, Firefly is one of my favorites. But what happens with that is, like, now that what that means, though, is there'll never be another Firefly. No. Because this group won't let it happen no they won't but they have what they have and they keep it and they and they like it burns alive in their spirit and you know god bless them bada boom all right what's your number two so my number two is when they do like the christmas art okay all the different like common characters and stuff i love that when like they dress them all up as santa or like elves or all that kind of stuff you know like these you ever you know santa costume yeah like when thor shows up and he's christmasy or or they work santa into the comic books and like like hercules helped him by loaning him his his sleigh of uh uh apollo because Hercules has Apollo's yeah. sleigh now, so he like Santa's like, hey, I need a little help, and Hercules like, is like, here you hey, go, here's Apollo's, here's Apollo's sled, here you go. Okay. Uh, so I just like when they work that stuff in because the art of all that's always fun, like a big brooding Hulk and like a Santa vest with a little hat. Can't get enough of that. And then always, you know, the fun comic book chicks always decked out in the holiday gear. Yeah, I know you like that. Holiday, holiday, whatever. Um, no, I, I just Black I, Widow is Miss Claus. You know, <laughs> you uh, know. There's this funny video. It's on YouTube. This guy's an Australian guy. His name's Kenny K I N N E, and he does a lot of cool little funny clip videos. But like just old school vines. 
No, not vines though. They're like skits. Okay. So one of them was like how how uh, how Santa Claus got the like the worst job ever, and so he shows up and he's in a meeting with Jesus Christ and Jesus is interviewing him and he's like, hey, um, so we got a job for you. You're only you can work from home and you only have to work out of the office one day a year. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty good so far. And he was like, um, they kind of talk about some other parts. He's like, we're gonna have you wear this suit. Also, we want you to be uh, friendly to kids, so we're going to need you to put on some weight. And he was like, well, the suit's red. That's kind of aggressive. Why don't we do it? And he goes, this, look, the suit's the suit. It is what it is. It is what it is. And um, he's like, okay, oh, what, what's the job again? And he was like, um, well, it's not, it's not really that big of a deal. Like, you know, obviously December 25th is, and he's, he's like, I, I don't know, Boxer Day? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, my birthday. Wow. Wow. wow, guy! Wow, Chris He's, Pringle! Oh, oh, my fault, my fault! Wow, Saint Nick! And so he goes, yeah. So we want to celebrate by giving all the good boys and girls toys. And he was like, oh, that sounds great. Just mail them or something. And he was like, no, 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 no. You're gonna deliver them. You're gonna use the magic of the Christmas spirit. Well, he goes, you're gonna deliver all of them. And he goes, what? You got like a secret plane or something? How am I supposed to do that? And he goes, well, actually, we do. And he goes, oh, oh, that's kind of cool. And he goes, well, it's, it's really, it's more of a sled with reindeer. The reindeer are pretty tame, though, except I'm one of the messed up nose. He's 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 a bit of a diva. Like, it's just, it, it all gets worse and worse. And he goes, you do get your own home. And he was like, oh, okay. I have wanted to be a homeowner. This will be nice. North I'll do Pole. some fishing. And, and he goes, where's the house located? He's like, don't worry. Just sign here. Sign <laughs> here. <laughs> but Ice like, fishing. Yeah. So he's like, um, no, no, you're going to make the toys yourself. And he's like, oh, I'm going to spend all year making toys. And then he goes, no, no, no you're going to have help. I'm going to get you your own crew. And he was like, like certified licensed crew or those tiny people I saw in the hallway because those guys were weird. They're like, mm. it's a bunch of Oompa Loompas. <laughs> but it's a funny little skit. And the guy's name is Kin K I N N E. He's Australian. Check Sounds him out funny. if you got a minute. Yeah, does he do funny. it all in an Australian voice? He does, which makes it way better. Would be better. He does it. It makes it way better. I like the sound of that. And he's on what YouTube? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look him up. Yeah, I just threw him a bit. It sounds funny. Yeah. All right, so before, uh, I guess we don't have time to get into my number two, so uh, we'll have to take a break here. But uh, we are going to end this segment. Colt, you got it? You got us some Fallout Boy here? Corey DLG loves him Fallout Boy. I do. Let's give it ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's pretty good. All right, so I do pretty good. All right, let's jump out to a break. We come back, we'll finish with the top three. Let's send the Fallout Boy Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. This is the Latin Heartthrob, El Fino Divino Gino, and you are listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Woo! We're in the middle of what we like to call our weekly top three. Yes. Where we are discussing our favorite holiday characters. Hi. Corey DLG has gone with Krampus. Yes. Followed up by with just every Com- combo di- character. Every combo character who puts on a Santa hat. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty solid. Pretty much. My number three. I forgot my number three already. No, <laughs> Jack's got it. Yeah, there you go. Say, yeah. So that was my number three. All right. You did Beyonce. Beyonce. Ugh. Beyonce. All right, here we go. So my number two. Your number two. This is from one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Oh, okay. One of my favorite Christmas movies is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a great movie. All right. My favorite character from that movie, <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Cousin Eddie all right. is so great. Is that Randy Quaid? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
He just like randomly shows up and he's got this RV. And I guess RVs were, I guess there were people didn't know what RVs, RVs were. He was like basically like traded his house for the RV. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's pretty good in there. You know, we're going to drive it around. But like he just, he, he kind of changes the whole like dialogue of the whole movie. Just the movie's like very family oriented. There's some stupid, you know, scenes. Right. And then he comes in and just like curves balls the whole thing. He goes blue, huh? He goes blue. He's just, yeah. <laughs> like, he starts freaking out about his boss and give him a give him a raise. So he just takes it upon himself to like break into you know Chevy Chase's boss's house and kidnap him and bring him over. He's like, I got you something, Clark. And he just here you go. And he brings him his boss all, all tied up. And then like. Tries to like take the blame. He's like, "No, that's all me. I I did that. No one asked me to do it." But like, just cousin Eddie, man. Like he he's the greatest. Uh, when they uh when they go to Vegas and they're at the dam. Yeah, he is probably one of the best lines. Like he's one of the stupidest lines. But it's such a good. Well, can I get some damn water? No damn bait. <laughs> yeah, the Vegas one's good. He's like cooking steaks on the rocks outside. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes him to the pork casino where they play like rock scissors paper and yeah. war. And they go to the buffet and it's just like, you want green or blue, Clark? <laughs> I love Cousin Eddie. I saw, man, I need a Cousin Eddie tattoo, I think. Oh, yes. A portrait of Cousin Eddie? Yes. That would be golden. Except for the fact that he's crazy now. Have you heard about Randy oh, Quaid? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot. He's he got, got the he, big mountain beard. He got arrested for squatting. Yeah, in Montana. So him and his wife, apparently, they don't they don't own anything anymore, I guess. I don't know what happened to their money, but it's gone. What, Independence Day, when he... Died in that alien ship. Yeah, he literally died. His yeah. career. Yeah, his career was yes. done. So, uh, well, he was in uh, like Brokeback Mountain. Was he? Yeah, and they okay, never this, saw that one. This is a weird thing about Brokeback Mountain. Um, the movie was they called it an independent film, and it was an independent film. It was made outside of a studio. That's by definition an independent film. Right. And when they came to people, they told them, "Look, we don't have a lot of money. We're trying to put this movie together. We really believe in it." And everyone who read the script was like, "Yeah, I want to be in this movie." And everyone agreed to cheap deals. Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger, super cheap. Uh, well, Randy Quaid found out that the budget for the movie was actually a, like un, under thirty million, but more than like fifteen. So he was like, "None of us knew that." So he got upset, and after the movie was a huge hit, he sued them for more money. He was like, "My salary should have been at least you know two million dollars," and like that's just one of those things you can't really. I think in Hollywood you can't do that. You know, you can't it's, retroactively be like, "Hey, it's cousin Eddie, he can do what he wants." Right, and I think that pretty much ended is that's. That's why you don't see him anywhere anymore. Is because of that. That's why he wasn't even probably even in Independence Day two. Was because of that. Because well, he died in Independence Day one. That's true. Good point. I don't know how he could. I mean, they didn't bring people back to life in that movie. You don't know that. Yeah, you I, know that. I, I was a little surprised. Yippee Hello, boys. Yeah, I'm back. If he just like returned saying that, that would be <laughs> yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. I had forgotten like who survived that movie, and then when I saw that movie, first of all, the movie was terrible. Which one? The first one? Independence Day two. Eh. It was real bad. Eh. Real one, bad. One Wait, was, was Randy Quaid in, in Independence Day 2? No. no, he, was no, no. he was the first he one. He not have been. Yeah. But when when people were showing up in Independence Day 2, I was like, is that guy? I didn't know that. I thought he did died. He, did he? Like, Jeff Goldblum's dad. Yeah. He's, he's a big role in that second one. Yeah. And I was like. He's driving a bus full of kids. Right. I was like, still I alive? I have a friend who was on that bus. Oh, that's right. You do. I do. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> Randy Quaid as uh, as Santa Claus. As Cousin Eddie. As Cousin Eddie. That's a pretty good one. That's pretty definitely good. a good one. But yeah, he got trouble for like squatting. Yeah, he's kind of crazy. He got served. Like the sheriff was like, you have to you leave, got served. sir. <laughs> All right, DLG, what's your number one? So my number one is the man himself. Santa Claus? Santa Claus. Santa Claus? Santa Claus. Which version of him? Or just... Just, 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 just the idea of Just Santa the Claus. essence of Santa. The essence. This is what it's all about. I like that 
My number uh, one is also a Santa Claus, but a very specific one. Okay. I, I like how Coca-Cola... They've done, of, a, they've done a good. They've kind of crafted this version of pop culture. Should have made a Mount Rushmore of Santa Clauses. Yeah, that would have been cool too. Uh, but like, you know, he starts out as like a Norwegian folk tale, and then he becomes a saint, and then Coca-Cola is kind of like, we need a Santa. And they kind of create one, and I like that. I think it's very cool. Um, and I like the like, just think about everything that happens this time of year, the, the generosity, the spirit, all of that. It comes from just, just jolly. The magic of Christmas. Right. It comes from this jolly fat guy. With the big white beard. Yeah, man. It's going to be me in 20 years. Like, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, also, Miracle on 34th Street. That's a good one. You got it. Like, that's, that kind of, that tells the story of Santa to me. Like, no matter what you believe, no matter who you care about, like, whatever it's supposed to be about, like. That movie, I, that movie gets you right in the field. It really does. It really does. Also, whatever happened to that girl? I don't know. She died. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Okay. All right. Nailed it. Uh, the girl, the girl from Matilda. Uh, oh, you're talking about the new one. I thought you were talking about the original one from like. No man. The 40s. No man. The one with the, the one with the lawyer dude from. Oh, okay. So you're talking about the new one. With yeah. The girl who played Matilda. And the guy from the practice. Gotcha. 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 And um, we can fact check it in the break. Yeah, we'll look that up. Cause I, I'm curious. I heard somewhere that Danny DeVito like helped her out. Like, she's not acting anymore, but her mom got sick and like died hmm. of cancer. Really. Good old Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito, so I guess Matilda was like the dream project that the mother wanted for the daughter. Okay. And she died right before it came out. Oh, okay. And I think Danny DeVito actually brought a cut of the film to her so she could see it before she died. That's cool. Danny he DeVito. Did, he did play the mean dad in that movie. He did. Danny DeVito, he only plays kind of a jerk on TV and stuff, but apparently what the story is is that he's the nicest guy like the coolest life. dude ever. I could see that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to party with Danny DeVito. Yeah, that I would think, be. I think it would be pretty cool. That would be fun. All right, so my number one. What do you got? Specific Santa Claus. Okay. So there's this movie that came out in 2011, 2012. It was called uh, Rise of the Guardians. Okay. It was, it was a, an animated thing. It was, a, it was an animated. It was based on some children's novels. Um, and basically, in this movie, the Gar- Rise of the Guardians are like this holiday super team. They're like the holiday Avengers, right? <laughs> okay, and all right. There's there's uh, Santa Claus, and they're they're all like they're all chosen. And it's Santa Claus, and it's Sandman, and it's uh not Sandman, it's um, the, Sandman's the bad guy. Like Jack Frost, and the yeah, Tooth Jack Fairy Frost, and, and it's um Easter Bunny. Why why does Colt know and who's the Tooth Fairy? I'm just spitballing at this point. I remember when it came out, it's Tooth Fairy and, and, and Sandy. They call him Sandy. I guess it's Sandman, Sandy. And the Man on the Moon like chooses the Guardians. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, like. Little Willie Savage loved this movie, so I've seen okay. this movie a thousand times. Okay. But it's also based on children's novels. It, what's it called? The Guardians? The Rise of the Guardians. The Rise of the Guardians. But the Santa Claus in this movie. So he's all tatted up. He's got like <laughs> sleeve tattoos. He fights with like swords and stuff. <laughs> like, that's my Santa Claus. Okay. All right. Like, that's fair. That that's would my be Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. And like his elves are really dumb, and it's like yetis that actually like are making all the toys. <laughs> but yeah, they form this like super like power team. Of, like, all these holiday figures. And That's funny. the leader is Santa Claus with tattoos and swords. Like, <laughs> and, like, the no, like the, the children's novels, I guess there's a book for, like, each one or something like that. Okay. But, yeah, super. He's a super cool Santa Claus. What a weird. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, when you see, you're like, Santa's all tatted up, and he's got swords? That's awesome. <laughs> he, has these, he has these two sleeve tattoos. Yeah. And, like, one says naughty, and the other one says nice. <laughs> <laughs> naughty and nice. It's so great. I love that Santa Claus. He's, okay. he's my favorite. All right. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? I do, I do. Um, so pretty much the Tim Allen Santa Claus. Oh yeah, it's a good one. It goes up there. 
Uh, I watched this, uh, like, the intro to this movie the other day. It was some sort of animated elves where, like, the elves were, like, special forces. Okay. And Santa Claus was, like, a super clumsy, like, old man kind okay. of. And, like, they control everything. Like, they do all the gift giving, and he does, like, a ceremonial, like, one house. Isn't this Santa Claus that you're just describing? No, 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 no. Because in the Santa Claus, he goes and does all of them. Yeah. This one, I'm... Uh, like, you remember, like, Santa Claus 2, they like, their own elf special forces? Yeah. And, like, the tinsel, like, breaks people out? Yeah, something. they had to go save... They had to they had to save him, didn't they? Yeah. He get caught somewhere? Yeah. Uh, this was some sort of animated, like, it's about the elves. Okay. And they're, like, weird special forces. Have you seen the Santa Claus and the Teen Titans Go uh, cartoon? No. So, in the Teen Titans Go, they make Santa Claus into, like, an evil... Like a, He's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he wants to take over, like, all the holidays. So, they're, like, constant... <laughs> They're constantly fighting Santa Claus. That Santa Claus is a bad guy. <laughs> it's hilarious. I kind of like that. And they get and like, he's like, I'm not giving you presents anymore. So like, he gives them coal one time, and like, they all start going crazy because coal's the greatest thing ever. Like, it creates so much energy. And they, <laughs> they he's like, no, coal's bad. Coal's bad. But yeah, like, there's this one really great episode where he's trying to take over Halloween, and so then they have to join forces with like all the ho- the spirit of Halloween and like, <laughs> Frankenstein and Dracula to take down Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, and then, and then uh, he decides that he's not going to, um, he's not going to deliver presents to anybody anymore, right? Uh oh! So then the Teen Titans are like, "We'll take on Christmas," and so like, Cyborg and Beast Boy make the sled, and uh, the girls make the uh, toys, and Robin's like, "I'll be Santa Claus," and like, "You're not fat enough." So <laughs> he goes and puts on like tons of weight. <laughs> like, how are you get down that chimney? The spirit of Christmas, and then he can't do it. <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, I don't know why, but making Santa Claus a bad guy in that cartoon. That's great. just well, Teen Titans Go is funny. They it just is do funny. a lot of they do a lot of fun stuff. They on do a show. lot of outlandish rando stuff. They do. We're like, like banging it. this table today. Like we're just moving it around. We're moving it around because we're excited about Christmas. We are. We're, sl- we're did slobs. You, today. Did you make your Christmas list? Did you send it off to Santa? I did. I yeah? did. What was on it? Because uh, uh, your mom hasn't you. called me yet. To it's ask classified. Me. Your mom hasn't called me yet to help her you, her explain to you what the um, list is. <laughs> it was one item this time, and I literally sent her the link to the direct page to purchase it. You know, the stuff you got last year, you never even used. Um, DDP yoga. You never did any of that stuff. There was something else I got, though, that I did use. A lollipop. The Fitbit. The Fitbit. I wore the Fitbit for about three months. Mm-hmm. I'm not a watch person, though. And it's not like I, I, and I consciously told myself, you'll get used to it. Like, keep wearing it. Stick like, it out, man. Stick it I out. Just didn't, I didn't like, I don't like wearing, I'm not a jewelry person. We, you, you know me. I'm not a fancy guy. No, you're not fancy. I'm I fancy. I don't need them diamond rings. What I need is a, a break. So let's do that. Okay. And we'll come back and we'll get into the next segment of the show. You're listening to Nerd Dog Radio. Woo! Hey, this is Corey with Nerd Thug Radio, just letting you know that Papa John's Pizza right here in Conroe in the Woodlands and Spring is now hiring. That's right. They want to hire over 100 people over the next couple of weeks, so go in there and get your application in. They'll give you a website you go to to finish the application process. They're hiring drivers and insiders. And most importantly, if you're a Nerd Thug Radio listener and a fan, go to the website and type in Nerd Thug Radio, and you get yourself a buy one, get one free coupon activated right there when you type Nerd Thug Radio. That's good for delivery or carryout. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! I'm the Captain Joey Seven. Corey DLG. And I'm covered in snow. Oh, yes. Yes, yes you are. Yes, you are. Because we played in the snow, baby. Yeah. Snow break. 
Also, don't forget to check us out at nerdthugradio.com. I built a legit snowman over the weekend. That's crazy. Like a legit crazy. snowman on the back of your car, and then I karate chopped him. That's crazy. Story of my life. Yeah, that's true. All right, true. so um, we're derailing the... The format. Pad- the format. The hipster Padawan yeah. segment, and I'm taking it over. Okay. So before we uh, recorded last week, before football started last weekend, yes, yes. I saw the first game, Falcons and Saints. So it got me thinking. Okay. Would you rather... Oh, man. Okay. We can turn this into a would you rather if you want. Yeah, let's, what would, we, you, what would you rather be the head coach or a fan, whatever you want to say it, of a Falcons team that has a, what, 35-point lead in the Super Bowl? And uh, not that much, but yeah. 28-point lead in the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, something like that. I mean, it, yeah, it was like 32-3 to three at halftime or something like that? 28-3, uh, to three, I think. It was a 25-point lead. 25-point lead that they it blew. It was the largest postseason lead that has ever been blown. And they blew it in two halves. Would you rather be... Would you rather be on that or associated with that team? Who you get there, you you've got it one, and then you blow the lead. Well, so, you don't have anything one until it's over. So you're in the lead. But they, you're up twenty five. Everyone, I was the parties. I was, I was yeah, at. No. Everyone, I was, it was the only, over. It I was, was the only Patriots fan. Right. Me and one other guy. Yeah. But like, I mean, I'm sure everyone on that team was like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna win a Super Bowl." Right. All the fans like, "Oh my, Atlanta's gonna win a Super Bowl." Right. Would you rather be part of that mm. and be known for that, or a part of an zero and sixteen Browns team? So. There's two man. Okay, right. So there's two things with that. First of all, I mean, you gotta know how to close out the biggest. This the most you gotta. They messed up, and there was a lot of different factors involved in that. And part of it is that the other guy is Tom Brady, yeah, the goat. The goat. I mean, no, coming into that game, he was the goat. Coming out of that game, he is the goat, greatest of all time. So I mean, you got to talk about that. Like you. You can't, like, they didn't blow a 25-point lead to the Little Giants. No. They blew a 25-point lead to probably the greatest head coach quarterback tandem in the history of football. Um, you don't, so I don't want to, I don't want to just say they blew it. Because there's, the other half of that is that the greatest quarterback of all time did what he always does, which is find ways to win games. But they blew it. No, they, but that's, like. They blew it. They blew it. If you're, if you want to be a hater, then you can say they blew it. Which is a lot of people, like, oh, Atlanta blew a 25-point lead. That's the only part of that story. To me, the more impressive thing is that New England came back and in one half. Oh no! The most impressive thing, yes, definitely that Tom Brady is the goat and he won. Yeah. But if you're part of that Falcon franchise, you you have to, thinking, you have to go home. This with the is fact what that you this lost is what you play for. You play to win Super Bowls. Right. You get to said Super Bowl and you have a 25 point lead with two quarters left to go, and you blow it. And you blow it. Would you Would you rather be or would you rather be on that 0 16? I don't want anything team? to do with if. If the Browns called me tomorrow and offered me a job in the NFL, I wouldn't take it. Yeah. I wouldn't. There's no amount of money the Browns could offer me to be in the NFL. To me, there are only 31 NFL teams. <laughs> the Browns, they just fired their VP of player personnel, who they specifically told, this is a process, gather us as much resources as possible, and now they fired him because this season's not going well. And it's like, I don't now know why look, they expected it to go I, well. I don't either. And they've passed on two quarterbacks, so if they want to be critical of that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can say that. But their drafts have been awesome. They have acquired a lot of good young talent. They yeah. uh, have. Now, there was a, there's a high draft pick, the last name of Morris, that they basically cut. And that's the one screw up. They got right. one wrong. I guess if you count these tra- like if you count these trades as negatives because they didn't get Carson Wentz and they didn't get Deshaun Watson, like, when you say that out loud, you're like, well, duh, they didn't get two of the better great yeah. young quarterback. But those weren't, that wasn't the conversation at the draft. Right. No one at the time said, if anyone had thought Deshaun Watson was the was the record-setting rookie quarterback that he right. wound up being this year, somebody else would have made a better offer than what we made because we gave up a second rounder. We gave up a first rounder for him. Right. That's it. So 
Well, they've had some some fails. I mean, Johnny Manziel's a fail. But that's not under this guy. That no, was yeah, this is this, this, is, this, is, this is only his second year. This is the new guy. This is the new guy. And they fired him after two years. I wouldn't take a Cleveland Browns job. Like if I had been unemployed for six months and was eating ramen noodle and sleeping on your couch, not only would I not take the job, I'd tell you I didn't take the job. I'd say take the job or you're kicked out. No, I'd I'd leave, but I wouldn't go to the Cleveland Browns because I'll they, do it. I'll do it. I'll do the job. They wouldn't they only embarrass people. They only embarrass people. They do. Like, if you take that job, at your next job, you have to pretend like you didn't work for the Cleveland Browns. Hey, uh, tell me about your last three years. I was in a coma. Like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, it was terrible. I didn't work for the Browns. Right. I definitely didn't have a job with the Browns. You got the owner listed as a reference. I didn't work for the Browns. No, no, that's a mistake. Delete that. (laughs) Delete that. We're just friends on a different level. Right. We were both on Plenty of Fish. We we, we dated the same girl. It was a funny story. Yeah. We're Uh, we're Eskimo brothers, basically. I, I definitely don't, like, the Browns... I don't feel like anyone goes there to succeed. I feel like people go there to take jobs. Yeah. Right? I mean, you don't... Do you honestly believe you're going to be the guy who turns around 20 years of steadfast, hard-headed losing? Because that's what they do. Yeah. No, they lose right. in the worst ways possible. They make the worst personnel choices. Now, the decision-making has gotten better in the last two years, but then they just fire this guy who's helping them make good decisions. Right. It's like, what are you doing? Right. Because you think about the Brock Osweiler trade. You know, at first, you're like, oh, man, they took Brock Osweiler. That was so dumb. But then they picked up our second-round pick. To basically take a guy who then they can trot him out and try him. And if it doesn't work, you send him home. Who cares? You still got the Texans second round pick. The Texans had to pay you to take a quarterback. Right. I mean, that's a win-win for you. It's a good deal. Right. Plus, it eats up cap space. It makes you look good on paper because you got to spend X amount of money anyway. And he's like $8 million. And you don't have a lot of expensive people because you're the Browns. You're the Cleveland Browns. So, yeah, I don't... It's a tough one though, right? No, I'd rather go to the Super Bowl. Every every day of the week, twice on Sunday, I'd rather go to the Super Bowl than be a Brown. (laughs) Like, if... If you were like, do you want to be Jim Kelly, a four-time Hall of Famer, or do you want to be Deshaun Watson, who's sitting on the bench right now with an injury? Deshaun. I would be Jim Kelly, four-time All-Star. Four-time Super Bowl loser, yes, but you go to the Super Bowl four times. Like, I don't, I'm fine with that. The Super Bowl every time. Yeah, it's just, it's tough, man. It's heartbreaking to lose it, and you're right. They're, unless they win a Super Bowl. It's heartbreaking to lose it. Like, I can understand if you get there. I don't know. What's, okay, well, let's flip it here. Let's flip it here, right? Okay. What's worse? What's worse here? We got... The, the Falcons, who, let's just look at the last two Patriots Super Bowl wins. The Falcons, who blow the 25-point lead. And the Seahawks, who should have run it. the Seahawks, who should have ran the ball. They should have run it. And There's no doubt don't. about that. They should have run it. Now, the only thing that makes that okay. Which is worse. The only thing that makes that okay is that they had won the last one. Right? Yeah. Well, they beat they beat Peyton Manning and the Broncos. So they've got one. They've got yeah. one. Basically the same They team. destroyed. They really did. I didn't see the Super Bowl for about four days. I was sitting at a bar. I was and they and some they were re-airing the Super Bowl start to finish, just the football. Not like it was the NFL thing no where they shortened it down to like yeah, forty-five yeah. minutes. Basically, I had three beers in that time, and what I realized was that the Seahawks destroyed them. destroyed the Broncos. They were on top of every play. They knew everything Peyton Manning wanted to do. They knew all his checkdowns. Mm-hmm. They ate his lunch like it was in their kit. Like there's no doubt that the Seahawks not only should they have won, they should have won by more. Yeah, they left points on the board because they just felt bad for the old guy. Did you um, see the comment that Marshawn Lynch made? Uh uh-uh. uh So when you know a couple weeks ago we had the whole ordeal with the Giants and right, right, and so which was also stupid, ugh. stupid. So basically it was like uh, there, he was he was comparing the not starting Eli Manning call basically to not running the ball <laughs> on the one year line of the Super Bowl. I don't know which is dumber. Like that's right. a fair comparison. Which is dumber, sitting down Eli Manning so you can run out Geno Smith and a rookie to lose, yeah, and then get yourself fired. Good call, McAdoo. Or Idiot. it was just it was just dumb. It was just dumb. How about Geno Smith coming out and being like, 
sad that he lost the starting job. He well, never won it. No, no, no. He should be. Yeah, first of all, he didn't win it. He didn't win it. You should always be. You yeah. sh- as no, an athlete, sure. you should always be but disappointed. But he didn't win it. But he, he didn't win it, first of all. He should have, when he didn't win it, he should have gone to coach and been like, can we can we do tryouts in practice? Because I want to beat Eli. Yeah. I want to be better than Eli. I want the team to know I'm better than Eli. I want my receivers to know I'm better than Eli. Still got a couple rings. No, that's great. And look, feel good about yourself. You're getting paid to be in the NFL. You're a quarterback in the NFL. It's one of the hardest jobs. There's only Eli, not not Gino. Oh, he I, has no. Rings. I don't care. There's only 64 Unless openings. Unless you're playing on Madden. Right. There's only there's only 64 openings in the NFL for quarterbacks and backups. You're you're in a special group, and I'm including the Browns in that 64. <laughs> um, you're in a special group. Even the Browns guy, you count as special. You count. But, but, yeah, man. I, What's, yeah, what's worse? Down, uh, that what, or not giving the ball to Marshawn Lynch? Oh, yo, oh, no, that decision. Because you lost the Super Bowl because of it. You did. The Giants were no, they're not going to, they're not winning games anyway. Yeah. So, like, you could be as dumb as you want to be. All you're doing is getting yourself fired, which is exactly what he did. I thought he was going to get fired at the end of the year, but then they lose the game and the owner goes, well, then why did we bench him in the first place and fires him? I think that's dumb on the owner. And they fired the GM, too. Right. I think that was, I think you're that's, both out of here. I think it's dumb on the owner. The owner should have fired them when they benched Eli or not fired them at all. You can't let the result determine the that move. Is it, is it Mara or uh, Rooney? I think it's Mara. I think it's the Mara family. Okay. Um, but you can't let... Uh, this sounds silly to say out loud. You can't let the outcome determine the validity of that decision. Right. Because you're benching Eli not to win tomorrow, but to evaluate your quarterbacks. Right. So losing is going to be part... You're going to lose no matter what. You were losing with Eli. You're going to lose with Geno. Right. You're definitely going to lose with the rookie. And now Eli's... Back in the starting spot. And and then it just makes Eli look worse. Yeah. Right? Because because now the new coach can't do anything about Eli Manning. No. Right? Don't even talk to him. Don't even look at him in the office. Because you might get fired. Don't look at Opie. No. Opie. Poor man. And one thing about Eli Manning that just goes understated. One of the toughest guys in football. Knows what he's doing. Has two Super Bowl rings. And still can't get love. Yeah. Still can't get love. Ben McAdoo, who doesn't have anything on his resume, has the audacity to walk in and go... You're my problem, Eli. It's you. I'm Not gonna try something else. Thirty people on IR. The fact that they got no one to throw to, and they don't even—they—they they didn't call anyone. Like you, Andre Johnson, come try out. Yeah. Like they don't—they're not calling anybody. They're just gonna. Hey, we're gonna write it out with these street rookies. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And then, oh, Eli, we're losing. We're gonna try a different quarterback. We'll That's play not defense. the problem. Yeah, O line's been all scrambled. They don't run. They don't pass. They don't catch. They don't defend. They don't stop people. They don't kick well. They don't. They don't, they do, don't do anything right, so what What are they supposed to do? I don't know. They're going to lose. They are going to lose, and they're going to lose hard. They really are. But, yeah. uh, no, I would rather, look, I'd, the, the the dumber decision was running it. Because if you, or it was passing it. Because if you run it, you win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. If you run it, you win a Super Bowl. Done. I Back say to- that. You're giving the ball to the to the GOAT with 48 seconds left. He probably ties it up. Yeah. And we probably have our first overtime, and the New England Patriots still win somehow. But you at least score the touchdown there and put yourself in a position to win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But I don't know. I don't know why you bench Eli. That doesn't make any sense either. And Ben McAdoo just looks like the guy who says the wrong thing. You think he'll ever coach again? No, he has no business coaching. He had no business being this coach. No. He looks like the guy who says the wrong thing when you're sitting next to somebody at a Denny's and gets everything wrong behind you. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes on the wheat toast. And the waitress is like, white. White That's white toast. That's white toast. Let's jump out to a break. We come back. uh, We'll do what we do to close this show out. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! Just about to wind up this show. Yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. I'm the hipster Padawan. That's Colt over there. Um, so I would do like like I would put like a nameplate with my name on it with like guns behind it. Yeah. I would totally Colt. embrace the Colt thing. Colt. I'd be like a hipster gangster. Colt forty-five. But like just on the side. Zigzags. Right. Magic is all I need. Uh. Anyway. See. It's pretty much. Yeah. Call yourself the Horseman. Like you <laughs> could do. Like you could I'm have the like, Horseman of Magic. You could have like a cool big ring. You know, like the pimps Speaking used to wear of, with like horses riding on it. It's it's kind of like you're making my rap persona that I'm I'll be using. There you go. See. Speaking of magic, I got a little. I nailed it. I got a little tidbit to talk. Yeah. Okay. Ask. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, David Williams? No. Okay. I've talked Is about that... him, Court. You you know who he is. I've talked about him. Before. Okay. He's a professional poker player. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah, got his, yeah, got his chops this. playing um, magic. He was, okay. He's a big magic player. And um, to be fair, there's a whole wait, generation. I think, I, of, I think I have heard of him. Now that you mention it, there's a whole generation of poker players who started with Magic and then they wanted something more high stakes and competitive and moved into. He poker. reached the top eight of the 2001 Pro Tour Tokyo and 2000 World Worlds, but I didn't know about this about him until I started reading more about him this weekend. He was disqualified during the World Championships. Uh-oh. So, um, Colt, what is a um, accumulated knowledge card? Is that something pretty big? Uh, what card was it? Yeah, accumulated knowledge. Yeah, I think I know what it is, but keep talking. Okay, so I, I know I know what card you're talking about. So the uh, this is like the 2001, right? Magic the Gathering, not poker. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so accumulated knowledge does does load up slowly. It, it loads up just, internet connection. All, so right, anyway. so, all right, so it draws it draws you cards, and then it draws you like additional cards equal to the number of like accumulated knowledges you already have in your graveyard. So the more you cast, the more times you cast them, like the later ones draw oh, you more cards. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so if you've already gotten two of them in your graveyard, you draw now two you draw two cards. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. So he had made in two thousand one. He made over thirty thousand dollars playing Magic the Gathering, which is cool. That be Williams, man, that's right? a cool living right yeah. there, right? Yeah. So, but he was disqualified in the World Championships in Toronto uh, for using marked cards. Oh. So, so he is this guy again, David, David Williams. Williams. So he had three of his four accumulated knowledge cards were bent more than the other cards in his deck, making them easier to cut to whenever he cut his own deck after his opponent shuffled it. The tournament's judging staff determined that. The bending was not accidental, uh, and that Williams had cheated based on two criteria. Each time he cut his deck as a part of pregame shuffling procedure, a copy of accumulative knowledge was on top, <laughs> and the judges were able to consistently cut his deck to copy to a copy of the accumulated knowledge. So Williams admitted that the cards were marked, but disputed the determination that he cheated by marking them intentionally. So then he was suspended from the Magic the Gathering like Pro Tour. And that's where he began his poker. Started focusing more on on poker. Um, that's not cool, man. <laughs> I know, right? That's not cool. I lost a lot of respect for him. Like, I thought he was a really cool guy, and he cheated at Magic the Gathering. Like, uh, I mean, we laugh, but people are always looking for that extra, yeah. right? I mean, no matter what it is. Have you heard the Phil Ivy story? Someone thinks Phil Ivy cheats. He did. He got caught. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is, but this wasn't poker. This was poker. No, this was. Uh, this was him helping that old lady. No, this is a whatever, cool story. wasn't even an old lady. It's a younger lady. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but yeah, Phil Ivey is probably regarded as one of the best players. Right. But he's, players but he's banned. Of all time. But he's banned from many casinos in England from, yeah, from it, actual gambling. Because of, uh, it's, it's a game called Baccarat. Yeah. And, uh, it basically edged the deck 
and uh, <laughs> he wants yeah. So he, it was this big thing. Like it's like thirty million dollars that he had. To, he has to pay back to like this casino. But the story is really interesting. Yeah. Just so so let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna recap it for our listeners because people who don't know, and you can correct me on what I get wrong Go here. Ahead. But the woman essentially felt like the casino owed her yes, yes, like yes. hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. Uh, she felt like she'd been taken advantage of. In in other casinos, what they'll do is they'll have Chinese and foreign nationals sign lines of credit for Chinese uh, whales because the Chinese whales don't gamble. Don't when a Chinese the Chinese nationals gambling is not recognized in China. Right. So they'll leave your country and they'll ignore your gambling debt. So what the casinos do is they have local Chinese people sign those lines of credit with the idea that they'll be able to leverage the whales for the money because it'll be like a personal, familiar connection. So this woman was on the line for tens of millions of dollars to the casino. And Phil Ivey specifically helped her get it back because they had they had uh, been training for a while, mm-hmm. and he had tested the weight of the cards. And a particular deck had a massive disparity in weight between two different card types, between the face cards and the number cards. And so he felt like he had developed a good enough touch that he could tell the difference between well, he never the two. Even, he never touched the cards. Oh, oh, there was a marking on the back of the cards, wasn't yeah. there? Yes, that's what it was. It was edge sorting. And so he could see a difference between the between the paint and the numbers. And therefore, he knew what cards were, were laid out. He used a common uh, technique called edge sorting that helped him identify beneficial cards from patterns on their backs. They're saying it was cheating. And Ivy said he admitted he used the technique, but insisted it was a perfectly legitimate. Yeah, so and the casinos so he, didn't want to do the payouts. Yeah. But Ivy maintains that he won those bets, and the casino owes the money to the girls. And those girls are they're To be fair, the girls are using the money to, to, to get, basically, they got taken advantage of. Yeah, so, so you can identify cards face down by picking out subtle differences in the patterns on their backs. Uh, his counterpart, it was another professional gambler, an Asian lady. They, they, they pulled it off. Yeah. That's such a cool story, though, because it's a con, basically. But it was basically like he played in a private room. Right. And only with a they, they had dealer set that, rules and conditions. Only a dealer who spoke Mandarin. Right. And, like, it was just crazy. They, the the game had, like, eight rules that were set in advance before he would sit down and play. Okay, so here, 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 let me sum it up. They asked for a specific brand of playing cards with a distinct white circle pattern on the back. In the first round of games, they had the dealer rotate all the sevens through nines, the most valuable cards in the back, right, 180 degrees, as they first came out of the shoe. It might seem like a strange request, but casinos often indulge gambler superstitions. Uh, they they played long enough to where they could figure it out, um, and the casino just obliged with it. And then he would bet his his uh, just his bets accordingly, and then uh, just he went from there. So they, they edge sorted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Um, you don't like hearing about cheating, but sometimes, like, the Phil Ivey stories, he... It's quote unquote for good calls. Well, Plus, he, it's he, hard to feel bad for the casinos. Yeah, well, he's he's saying that he didn't cheat because he never even touched the cards. He just well, that's first of all, that's not how you know if you're cheating. He, he or not. Noticed, that's not one of the rules. Well, like, he's like, I never touched the cards. I didn't, you know, I he, I, he didn't mark them, but he knew about markings. Yeah, that's the same thing. He studied the cards. That's the same thing. Like <laughs> knowing about marking like and marking point, cards. It was like seven point seven million pounds or something like that. Yeah, which is something like thirteen million or something. They just summed up. Yeah, the dude's won like an insane amount of like live winnings over the years. Phil Ivey or the other guy? Phil Ivey. Yeah, Phil Ivey is one of the best oh, poker man. players in the world. 
Tiger Woods of poker. But Phil Ivey's not allowed to play cards in a lot of casinos. He can he, play cards still. Poker's different. There's, yeah, yeah, no, no. He can but, play, no, no. He's allowed to do his poker stuff, but he's not allowed to gamble in a lot of the casinos because he's a notorious, he, he's an advantage finder, if that's yeah. what you want to call it. <clears throat> he, he do what he does. <clears throat> he's a notorious advantage finder. He do what he does. Um, But, you know, what's kind of interesting about that world is... I love poker world. Uh, well, it's sort of interesting because casinos... They know about people like Phil Ivey. Yeah. They know about card counters. They know about all the different stuff. And there's different realms of what's acceptable and unacceptable and what's okay and not okay. And they'll tell people, oh, you've won too much money. It's time to go home. Yeah. Like, we know you're doing it. Now, you're, now you've made us mad. Like, you, you passed, like, the gentleman's agreement. Time kind of to thing. go home. Right. Time to go. It's time to go. You've won too much from us today. It's time to go. Um, and so, like, it's kind of an interesting idea that, like, they know Phil Ivey's a cheater at other things. Not necessarily poker. It's harder to cheat at poker. Um but, like, it's interesting that they know he cheats at cards, and then they're like, but you're more than welcome to come play poker here, celebrity poker player. Did he cheat? It's just edge sorting. No, it's cheating. It's 100% cheating. You think so? Yeah. Anytime you have an advantage, uh, an unfair advantage that isn't about how you play, it's cheating. I'm trying to find, like, where his year or his lifetime caches is. Oh, it's he's probably in, like, the uh, 40s. He's tied second for most uh, World Series of Poker bracelets. Okay, here it uh, no, that's something totally different. I don't know. I saw it the other day, and I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's yeah. he's probably in, like, the mid-40s, easy. I love hearing, like, the stories of some of these poker guys. So, like, there's one guy, um, Chip Reese, who passed away, like, 10 years ago now. But uh, they call him, like, Doyle Brunson says he's, like, one of the best players of all time. Like, he was the best. And I love me some Doyle Brunson. Yeah, best poker player of all time. Oh, here it is. Is this everyone? Nope, that's not it. <laughs> Anyways, so Chip Reese went to so they uh, he went to um, I want to say Dartmouth, but I could be wrong. He, that's where he learned to play. Like they named like their card room after him. <laughs> but uh, he was going to go to law school in Stanford, and so he had moved to Arizona uh, in the meantime. And so he went to Vegas to play, and like the, his first trip in Vegas, he won so much money that he called. He, he didn't go to law school, never left Vegas, <laughs> and ended up. Calling his work that next Monday, I was like, I quit. And then paid someone to drive to Arizona, pack up his apartment, and drive his car back. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you have that kind of week, yeah. yeah, yeah. So many crazy, like, just how these people, like, got into the game of poker. Like, now most of them, they started playing online. But well, yeah, there was, the a couple, there was a couple of the kids who came up together that were the, the math guys that they talk about now mm -hmm. who, like, the ones who play like I do where they're not afraid to play low hands yeah. because they know the statistics and all that. Got to so mix they, it up. Yeah, you do. And especially if there's a lot of players in a hand, you can play the low hand because mm -hmm. if there's five players in the pot, they're not all playing paint. And if they are all playing paint and they all miss, you, you probably hit. hit. Yeah. So, um, so you know, the math guys who play the odds, there are four or five of them who all have this similar story where they're supposed to be going to school for other stuff, but they've gambled so well online that they're like, you know what? I honestly... I'll just do this. Yeah. And they call home and they look, mom, <laughs> I love you, but this is what I got to do. And then Black Friday hit and all those online pros were done. That's such a crazy story too, where the government basically just swoops in and, and just cashes your check. Yeah, man. it's it's it, yeah, they took all the money. Yeah, they took all of it. Took all of they it. seized it all because it was considered illegal. Right, crazy <sighs> man. Stupid government. Can you, I always like to think about the guy who gets out the day before. Yeah, like the guy who closes his account Thursday lunch because like you know what, my wife said I really got to shut this stuff down. And uh, I got to like, cash out. I got like four hundred grand in the account. I'm done. I'm done. Well, we are also done. This has been episode eighty six of Dirt Thug Radio. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow the podcast will drop. Don't forget to check out our friends, Space Cast Gaming Gaming, 2920 Collision. And Papa John's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, Now yeah. hiring. Now hiring. Corey DLG. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Holla at your boys.
Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.